I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's time to roll up my sleeves, fuck a few MCs up. Another rough cut from the crew that won't ease up. The alcoholic click, a.k.a. the 40 downers. Flip the rhymes like Calvin flips fries and quarter pounders. I never drink and drive because I might spill my drink. I fail the breathalyzer so they got... So they took me to the clink. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're back with MC Peanut on a Sunday. Yes, yes, y'all. Um, you know, on the ones and twos, um, which uh, with a lot a lot less freestyling than normal. But um, if you, you guys should. <laughs> you didn't say I could. I, I know. I was just, just pointing out a, a difference. Um, you guys should be able to tell exactly who that is on the show. Uh, it is uh, Tippy nominated. Yes, uh, sure it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been- they nominated you, girl. That in a than- few more weeks they'll be voting. Yeah, more than once already. Uh, so yes, people, people love make, you. They want to make sure you get in uh, for best guest as an individual. Uh, she has really? been really. Mm-hmm. Yes, really. For mm-hmm. all of 2013, and you know we did a ton of fucking shows. Yes, in 2013. Yeah. So you, they love you, girl. I was just going through the the shows. Um, I forgot that my brother had a show on here. That remember when he was on here mm-hmm. bringing up that Facebook beef he got into? Yep. I forgot that show even happened last year, and I was thinking like, man, that was one of my favorite shows to record. Hasn't even been nominated. Mm-mm. That's how good last year was to us. Yeah, you got to remember we went from three days a week to five days a week. Right, but uh maybe you guys don't know MC Peanut. Okay, maybe you don't know her by that name, but you should at least be familiar with her by her other name, which is Amber P of the Amber of AmberPodcast.com. Also, as I like to say, Black Sexy Geeky and Mental dot com, um, and you can find her on uh, Twitter at Amber Podcast, and um, you know hilarity will ensue you can also yes, find will. a podcast black sexy and geeky crime. and mental on uh itunes and stitcher what's going on amber hey cool kids um i'm doing okay all right now you know i like the honesty just start off with uh okay we don't have to you know you don't have to bullshit us you know just yeah. keep it real i mean i'm glad to be here mm-hmm. and um but oh. Uh, there's drama in the OCP. Oh, hey. Uh-oh. I don't know what the real, you know, it's a Negro thing. Mm-hmm. So much drama in the, and then there's, there's initials. Yeah, LCB, uh, I mean, LBC, the Long Beach County. But, there you uh, go. Well, you, the APK for Amber P. Knight. Okay. Uh, I have taken a lover and there's drama there, but. Oh, I've been listening to the podcast mm-hmm. trying to keep up on your latest, uh, you know, everything with, uh, the lover. I actually, was up at four in the morning listening to the latest episode so i like, uh, well i mean you say that but i mean i i, I actually enjoyed the last episode it was one of my yeah, favorites it was it was that was some shit it was heavy man i was going through you take the audience on a ride every time you never know what you're gonna get when yeah. you press play on that amber podcast Ooh. dog that's why it's so good yeah if you're not into my show when you're a loser too mm-hmm. uh even if you don't like or listen listen to episode 67 aping aping for the white man i think mm-hmm. it's called that was the name of it and um yeah i kind of go there i talk about hot and top venus mm-hmm. sarah bartman it's a thing it's a whole thing 
So yeah, check it out. Well, it was don't cool. give me any feedback. I don't care. Unless right. it's good. Right. I, I actually have nothing more to say about the show other than I liked it. Like I was going, you know, uh, just listen to it in, in silence, like always, and not say a word. So, yeah, but, yeah. but I enjoyed it. Yeah, and my, and I always feel like this. Like I said before, everything about Amber is all good. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, introspection is uh, deep and hard to do. So, yeah. you know, when people get to that level of introspection, it's like, look at you. That sounds like a breakthrough or some shit that I would have never had. I've been fronting for the audience like everything's good like if that my show would be boring if it was about my personal diary and journey because every episode would be like everything's good it's all good player shit well we can get out of here because it's over already <laughs> i am perfect no one write me so <laughs> that'll be every episode of uh black uh sexy and and uh not mental i don't know what i would be black sexy and regular i don't know <laughs> black <laughs> sexy regular guy black sexy and anti-social i am here to <laughs> say do not contact me all right guys talk to you guys next week um so um one of the things that you were talking about with this lover um, um it's been getting pretty hot on the show even though after it gets hot it gets all deep and introspective mm-hmm. um you've been jerking some stuff off you've been uh getting fingering and stuff man like do you ever worry about being that open with the audience like does anybody ever write you about that kind of stuff like oh yeah i heard you had like how many digits were up in there and stuff like that um no i mean guys say some pretty uh you know like oh that was hot or oh i got a boner or Oh my mm. God, you should work for a phone sex line and stuff like that. So far, it hasn't been a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one guy and it's only been one and he wasn't being super creepy, but he said something and it crossed the line. I don't remember what it was, but it was something like, what color panties are you wearing or something mm. like that? And I was like, you know what? That's a line for me. Mm. I don't know why that in particular, but it was, you know, it was a thing. Um, but yeah, other than that, I get nice stuff, but along those lines, I'm kind of changing my mentality and I'm kind of in a space when it comes to sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm going to take down my wanking page or at least for a while and kind of back away from the sexuality um, seeking behavior. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it won't come back one day, but I, I need to stop for so a little you, bit. You just go into black geeky and mental. <laughs> no, there's always going to be sexy stuff, okay. but I think I need to reset okay. and uh, find more grounded ways to explore my sexuality. Um, so yeah, I need that for me and my spirit. And it's not, but it's not because like people have been writing in like I would love to slap them titties too or whatever. <laughs> no, I think that that's sexy. I think mm. that the fact that I my I feel like my sexuality is banked on that so much and then i'm like i'm sexy because of this really overt crack you know Mm. all those really overt stuff i think i depend on it too much so it's sort of from the opposite end Uh, so it's like let me find some sexy in me in more grounded ways okay Uh, yeah i don't i i can't speak for you but me on the outside looking in yeah you put them pictures up i'm like go amber with your sexy self oh that body Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you kind madam i feel like uh like i'm surprised that more people don't cross the line more often just because 
I always feel like dudes don't never know where to stop until no. you tell them to stop. stop. Yeah, they'll so, go to you say stop. Yeah, man. Like, you must have a pretty sophisticated audience, you know. Yeah. And plus you do, like, forewarn people pretty harshly. Yeah. Like, hey, do not I don't, I don't fuck around. That. You know, no negative shit. Even though I'm sure you get it anyway. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I'm you know, surprised. Somebody doesn't know about themselves. Right. Plus, the, you know the worst, man. And you reminded me of this when I was listening to the show. Um, and it's gonna sound really fucked up, but we're on our show, so I can say whatever I want. Um, <laughs> it remind it, it if the worst people are sometimes the people that are trying to help. Yeah, you know, a certain way that you have <laughs> yeah. to approach people. Yeah, and sometimes people better realize when you approach somebody, you need to kind of know something about them and their personality, uh, because you might approach one person one way and that person will respond negatively. But if you approach somebody else in that same manner, they might respond positively. So it's one of those things where people just give their opinion trying to help, but don't really consider the personality that they're giving their opinion to and the way that yeah. they give their opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like there's two sides of it. So one is the, I just want you to be better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just want to help. And it's coming from a place of love from mm-hmm. somebody who loves me and my yes. work. And it just, it kind of backfires. And it's like, well, that's the space they're in and they're trying. And I'm not mad, but mm-hmm. it is not helpful. So there's one end. And then the other end, man, it's only happened twice, but a dude recently, he's like, so here's some suggestions. Uh, You could try doing a live show. And I'm not sure what you look like, but, you know, your face looks pretty. And, you know, maybe if you tried this, you could get a man. (laughs) And, you know, and he's like, here's what I look like. And, you know, a lot of people say I look like pick a handsome Mm. uh, black man. Idris Elba. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, I like, like that mm-hmm. pink. So it's you know, so they're they're very far. I they're far and few between, and I do think people think I'm made out of glass. Mm. I'm okay with that because it's like um, L Brothers. He's point have an arrow pointing to himself saying handsome black man. Fair <laughs> enough. You well, you know, I, it's like uh, I feel like you uh, see things. Um, like you you can like you really you look into things like when somebody says something to you they have to be careful because it can be taken more than one way and then if there's like other stuff in there it's kind of passive aggressive normally you get to the root of that shit so people probably are kind of a little afraid to say shit because they're like uh you know it might be something like well have you thought about um maybe wearing a low cut top and going going live people love to see them titties and it's like why do i need to have a low cut top just to get you to interested in hearing my show or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, oh, well, that's backfiring. Uh, I, I need to back up off of this. I need to backpedal out of this conversation. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm missing out on awesome conversations. But it it's like it, a lot of people say that their shows or whatever are like their baby. Mm-hmm. But mine is a little more literally like my baby. Mm-hmm. And people saying, have you thought, you know, you should send your baby to Montessori schools or Waldorf schools. I think that that's a good match. It's like, really? You're talking about how where I should send my kid to school? Right. Like, that's a line as opposed to, you know, me saying, my baby's got a rash. Right. Have you tried this? Because I'm very, very open with one, with when I need something, when I want feedback on something very specific. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm feeling kind of down about this, and then people say stuff. But my favorite type of 
uh, male in- interactions is when somebody can relate or they tell me their story. And that is really powerful. And I, I love being able to share. So that stuff's cool. Yeah. Because, what about, oh, go ahead, Karen. No, but, yeah, because I agree. There is a difference between somebody saying something and is like helpful and somebody saying something and it's like, I'm telling you what to do. Like people kind of yeah. respond differently and they don't, they might not mean it as a, I'm telling you what to do, but the way it's coming up, like you said, especially when it comes to kids, cause you look inside, I was like, motherfucker, don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, yeah. I think, I think also dudes can't relate to women's egos cause y'all's egos are more like, um, complicated in a way, but also like very, like compared to dudes, women's egos are way more entitled because y'all are the ones who get pursued quote unquote typically Mm -hmm. so we don't identify with that level of like if you were to say uh yeah i uh had a sexual encounter got the third base jerked this dude off um and uh you know got fingered and dildo to shit and uh i actually uh feel like you know i want more than that and he he's fucking up most dudes would just be like dude i totally got the third base last night and they'll be happy i'm the man yeah and I feel like women's like, egos. Like I made it. Are, yeah, women's egos are completely different. It's like I want everyone mm-hmm. to want me to the point that I want them to want me, not more than that, and when I want them to want me, and not any other time than that, all the time. And I feel like <laughs> dudes are just like, if she will fuck me, that is a victory. If, if she won't, that's that. Then it's not a victory. That's as simple as we get. Fair. <laughs> so anyway man uh what about women do you get like feedback from women and is there like you know what do you prefer when you talk to chicks um i i don't really get that kind of feedback from women um i don't really solicit it mm. which is why probably so i think that they're discouraged from doing that um it's flattering <laughs> you, you know what i mean and mm. you know i said it once Say it again. I, you know, I'd get down right. uh, under the right circumstances. But I don't know. I've been needing a male energetic and physical presence. So that's what I've been putting out there. Okay. Another thing I asked you about a long time ago. I remember I was on your show. And we were supposed to be talking about something else. But it turned into uh, a, Young Justice. Yeah. It turned yeah. into a whole thing, obviously. Yeah. Um but uh, I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but I remember asking you like about black people specifically in your area. Like, is it hard to get in like in the circle? Is it hard? Like, do you have any inlets to blackness? Because I feel like some like like when you talk, it feels like you don't have a lot of black people around. Is it true that Boston is a racist city? And you no, I'm just kidding. Is it? But <laughs> is, is it true it's not a lot of black people up there or what? I mean, we have black people and I have my black circle. My issue right now is that I'm not around a lot of people full stop. Mm. Like I'm not a part of a dance community anymore or any volunteer efforts. And burlesque wasn't a good outlet for brown people for me. But, you know, I used to be a part of a circle of uh, that uh, one of my friends brought me into of um, people who were into like, uh, earthy crunchy stuff and liberal stuff they lived in cambridge if anyone's familiar with the, the uh, it, it's very airy fairy there and mm. a lot of 
co-ops and I think they had like three co-ops. They had like a Whole Foods and two co-ops in the same area. It's a whole thing. Like, uh, uh, crackheads hang around there a lot because all the hippies give them money and stuff. And so, uh, and there's a lot of African dancers and just a lot of natural hair. And it was a really good fit. Mm -hmm. Um, even in spite of all that stuff, because we had blackness in common and even the white people in that group were really trying. And so, you know, one crew is all anyone needs. But, you know, that kind of over time just kind of faded away. Mm. And now I'm kind of trying maybe a little too hard to get back in. Mm. And it's not super organic. But, yeah, there are pockets anywhere. I just am not out there so, uh, but, as much. So, like, where are the niggas, though? Like, just Jesus the Christ. regular black people that, you know. Regular. You know, well, that's what we are. Yeah, We're regular, yeah. you know. Like how how does one crack sauce? Yeah, I feel I feel like you if you could crack the code to just Friday fish regular black people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like maybe go wherever they sell jerseys in your city. Jesus Christ! Um, sell sneakers. Right? Do y'all have a Popeyes <sighs> chicken in Boston? Because that's what it would be. It? No, we don't have it up there. Oh, um, that makes sense. That makes a lot no, of sense. No, I lied. We have one right near Fenway Station. Okay, we'll go hang out by Popeyes <laughs> at the at the <laughs> game. You know Let what I'm saying? <laughs> I go like when I'm forced to be around what my friend spreadsheet calls the element. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in and out so fast. Oh. So fast. It's like, man, this is the only place I can get, you know, mm-hmm. insert black people thing there in and out. Oh. In and out. You can't be scared all your life, Amber. We, we are good people, man. I'm telling I'm you, give us scared. a chance. And you know what? That is a thing that kind of, I like, I think that people um, see me and my demeanor mm-hmm. and uh, or at least black people like white people are scared because they're scared of everything brown. But I think that sometimes they think they um, intimidate me. So there was a t- I mean, some of the women. Mm. Come on. But, you know, in general, like whatever. So there was this guy. Um, I don't know if you guys have them. The people Roxbury. I went to school in Roxbury. Sorry, I cannot focus on it's all right it's fine the chat room we're gonna do um, this we're gonna make this happen amber just yes focus. I, i'm here i'm here to listen yes I'm, I'm focusing so uh uh oh those people who walk around with clipboards were like you know do you want to save the children sign this petition yes you know mm-hmm. so there was one of those guys and it was a black dude and i try to avoid them and i am just super awkward <laughs> so i'll like put my hand up to the side of my face like you can't see me because i can't see you <laughs> and just like, being a weirdo and this one guy this one black guy he's like oh i see how it is you're scared of me. Let me tell you, if I wasn't mm. in a rush, I would have spun around. Because what's he going to do? Hit me or something? I got right. zero to be it's in the middle of the street. I've got zero to be scared of and just be like, what makes you, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, fuck off. Fuck mm. the fuck off. And like, there are these Jamaican guys where I used to work and uh, in a restaurant and they started speaking Patwa. I was like, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Mm. And there's just this she's a square you know and think that they can puff their chest and stuff and i i mean this is a type you know obviously mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh, a thing I, do- i'd rather hang out with my you know african dancers that you know do mm. are fair airy fairy and academic do you think your light skin in this plays a role where they look like mm, she's a light-skinned one yeah of course Mm. Of course. I, I, they think I'm basically a white person. They hear me talk. And I know that they're like, 
I don't do it, but you know how sometimes people will be like, I know these white people are uncomfortable. <laughs> Let mm. me play with that. Yes. You know what I mean? I do it and constantly, like, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll go sit next to them and they're, well, I don't do it, but they'll sit next to them if they have their purse on the chair and then they move the purse. By the mm-hmm. way, move your purse. You mm. know, don't be scared. Just do your shit. I like but, to do the opposite now where if I'm like in a elevator with a white person, I would like grab my bag. And yeah, pull, I started doing to, that with white women or yeah. locking the door. I prefer to do that or like, yeah, or like hit the button and run out real quick. Like, oh, <laughs> like, I'll take the next one. And they're like, no, you sure. can come in. I'm like, nope, I'll take okay. the next one. I'm good. Or if I see some white girls coming towards me, just hand them my purse and yeah. say, just Cro- don't hurt me. I cross the street. Just don't hurt me. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, it's a group of white women. Run. Let's see how it feels. Mm. But yeah, I can tell when they're doing that to me, like I'm going to back down. And obviously I want to leave, but it's like they want to make me flinch and feel, you know, keep that to your fucking self. So what if you were wearing like like a shirt that said like Trill on it instead of Dr. Who? Do you think that would change how people approach you? What's Trill? Oh, my God. Never mind. You Never leave mind. her alone. This is why. And get to explaining. Uh, trill is, is slang for, for true and real and they mix it together. <laughs> Rap, rapper said sometimes, like I'm trill. It means like I'm, I'm really. Cause I guarantee I'm, you she ain't the only one that can win trill. What's a trill? No, she, she's probably the only one. It's, it's, <laughs> let's be honest. No, she's not. We have people from other Who races. in the chat room didn't know what trill meant? I'm not talking about the chat de- room. What? That is a good, that is a good portion of the audience to, to define if that term is not understood, Karen. Is it a northern thing too? No, it's, 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 it's everywhere. Universal? Southern, universal southern Negro? started it. Yeah, yeah, universal Negro. Uh, maybe, do they have any black classes? You know what I mean? I feel like if they had black classes up there, uh, it, it. you could like With take all the white people. It could take one white people will be in there, but you could take like black class. I feel like that would help to be like, all right, we're gonna study the Run DMC era, as it's called, Stop the it. Adidas era that, today. And, not that uh, square. And also, I grew up <laughs> around a lot of first generation Caribbean people, mm. so African American is another. It's as big as the difference between like Irish and Italian. Ah, okay. Like they're both white. Well, you know what I mean. So. It's a thing. We're together, but you guys wouldn't see it, but we do. Mm. Okay. All right, man. Well, I kind of want to go to Boston one day just to see if I can find the yeah, black we people. Yeah, to. And, and uh, hang just, with Amber. Just to find. No, no. I will yeah. see Amber separately from my search for black people. I want to search oh, okay. the city for black. Because I've heard too much shit. It's like a fable or a legend at this point. I know we we gotta make the pockets of racism in Boston and how it's terrible. Like people always constantly say that in the national spotlight, and I'm like, I have no idea where that came from. Like we do have spots where you know they mm-hmm. keep to themselves and we keep to themselves. <laughs> where are the cities where this isn't happening? Mm-hmm. And the the reason I get mad about it is that people do kind of turn it into a well, my white people are okay, and like there is a personalizing. <laughs> There's a personalizing of where they're from and kind of a, that's, that's too bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, let's calm down. It's like somebody, it's like if my mom is a bitch, my mom is not a bitch. Right. Watch yourself. Obviously not. But 
you know, and somebody's like, yeah, your mom's kind of a bitch. It's like, whoa, hey, mm-hmm. let's 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 breathe on that one. Well, also, like, because we ha- we experienced it with the Duck Dynasty shit mm-hmm. where that dude oh. says some extremely ignorant and racist <laughs> and homophobic stuff. And then everyone with a Facebook page or Twitter account was like, what do you expect? He's from the South. It's like, ah, uh, every white person's not like that down here. Mm-hmm. Like, just mm-hmm. everyone calm, calm yourself a bit. Uh, we're not just walking out of our house and Mississippi burners happening outside Ain't all day. That's the truth. There's there's nuance to this shit. Um, yeah. but but yeah, it's, it, like I hear so much bad about Boston. I want to just go for myself and see what it's like, man. I want to see if all I right. like get out the car and I'm, ho- and I'm holding you to this. Shit gets racist. Or I'm not. holding you to this trip. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Cause I I'm expe- want some store. I want stories from black people who have lived in Boston and lived somewhere else. Mm. and give specific examples of mm. where the white people are just not doing oh somebody in the chat room i gotta stop looking talked about mark Wahlberg, mm. who nearly killed somebody and he lived in my neighborhood but now that him and his riffraff self is gone did he nearly gone up. did he nearly kill like a black person or what i don't know but he got in some fight or whatever mm. and then the judges gave him a second chance or whatever and he turned his life around also i believe it's mock Wahlberg, if i'm not mistaken um jesus <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway guys you listen to the blackout tips podcast you can find it on itunes and stitcher radio or the easiest place go to the blackouttips.com if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, we promise to read it on our feedback show. Yes, yes. That we do every Saturday around 10-ish, 10.30-ish on Saturday mornings. Uh, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll read that shit and let you know what we think. Also, when you're at com, you can donate to the show. You can sign up to be a premium subscriber. You can uh, also leave comments. You can vote in the polls. You can leave comments on your votes in the polls. It gets that deep. We're still having the tippies right now. So you guys can go still nominate moments and people to and the groups end of the month. Uh, till the end of the month. Um, you know, make sure you solidify those votes. Um, you can also do stuff like um, leave us uh, feedback at our email address, the blackout tips at gmail.com and uh, three minute or less voicemails at 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. The motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Mm-hmm. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Ha 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 ha. And, um, you can also, you know, um, catch us on Twitter and shit like that. I, I know we never say our Twitter accounts anymore. I forgot that. But uh it's Rodimus Prime. And say that again, that S N D A T. And uh Amber's is Amber Podcast. Um this show is sponsored. This show is brought to you by a very sexy, sexy sponsor that needs sexy, sexy music. Let me see what I got here. <clears throat> That's right, guys. Today's podcast is sponsored. It's sponsored by AdamandEve.com. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Hmm? Are you looking to have somebody maybe put fingers up in you and then you're like, come on, man, give me my dildo. But you don't have a dildo because you were too stupid to buy one. Well, now you can correct that mistake right now. Yes, you can. By buying one. And what's better than getting it for half off? 
that's like if you get a 12 inch dildo six of those inches are free yes they are think about it it's math so get your 50 percent off for any one item in the store plus you have three free dvds that you can put on in the background while they do all these things to you plus you can get an extra gift that's so sensual i wish i could tell you what it was and to top it all off while they're topping you off you can also get free shipping on your entire order no it's not a joke it's 100 nope. percent serious yes it is this deal is going on right now go to adamandeve.com put in the code tbgwt get 50 percent off of one item it could be a box of condoms who knows yeah get on that condom hustle half of those condoms are free sell half pay for the rest i know it's so um then you also get three free dvds free extra gift and free shipping that's code tbgwt at adamandeve.com all right let's talk about things that happen i missed it again what what happened bullet ball yeah you missed it (laughs) jesus christ i was drinking tea and getting mad about boston oh forget it It, well we can do it again i I have no problem with this hold on the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball (laughs) and that (laughs) bullet ball extreme uh as amber would have said um all right we have uh stuff to get into guys okay things happened uh there's been all kinds of news i don't know if you guys are following it um but of course i have a couple random things to talk about first of all i talked about this before on um balls sport right before it started but um not everybody was there for that so i'll just say it on the official show because it didn't make that podcast don't try ghost pepper hot sauce do not do it stay the fuck away from it it is not a good move um as everyone knows i was extremely excited to go to see the bobcats play the knicks last Mm -hmm. week i did not make it to that game nope i made it very close to that game we made it around the arena Mm -hmm. i made it within five minutes walking distance of that game (laughs) yes we did i did not make it to that fucking game nope how did i not make it to that game well that is a long story that starts at 7 a.m that morning (laughs) yes sir at 7 a.m that morning i went shopping to the grocery store because i'm a house husband and this is the things i need to do in order to prepare the meal for the next several days because i was making crock pot uh chili and i have and it was delicious and i Mm -hmm. was eating yeah when you have a crock pot and only two people in the house that shit is like a meal for five days yes sir um but uh, i was getting in getting all my ingredients and stuff and uh while i was in the aisle to get some of my ingredients i was in the hot sauce aisle and i said uh man i need cholula okay i got that what is this there is a hot sauce on sale for two dollars and 29 cents what you out of your fucking mind harris tito of course i will get that of course i this is why i became vip so i got my two dollars <laughs> vip mm-hmm. i got my two dollars and 29 cent ghost pepper hot sauce and i said this is gonna be good I put it in my basket, never read the label, didn't look on the back, didn't need a description, close enough, 229. So I bought my hot sauce and then I went by Chick-fil-A and I said, I'm going to get me some of those homophobic burritos. So I got me a Chick-fil-A burrito because I hate gay people, apparently. Um, (laughs) As much as I've been to Chick-fil-A, I've never had one of those. I got to get one. I just care more about customer service than the rights of homo. Yeah, that customer service is awesome. And that's all it is. When it comes to homosexuals, it's either good customer service at the one fast food restaurant that has it or 
they can get married it's a toss-up and you guys have to be honest <laughs> with yourselves um so i went and got one and uh i got home and uh, i put up all the groceries and stuff put all my shit out so i can make my my chili and uh i was like oh that burrito and i was like oh wait a minute i'm not gonna use the chick-fil-a sauce that they gave me because i do have my limits morally and i refuse to use homophobic sauce on my homophobic burrito sorry that's why i draw the line <laughs> amber draws a line at what color panties she's wearing I draw the line at homophobic hot sauce. So I threw that shit in the trash and said, nice try, Chick-fil-A man, but you won't get me. And I was eating my burrito <laughs> and, um, I was like, let me use my ghost pepper sauce. And I was like, this, this will be good. Okay. And, uh, I put a liberal dousing on there because fuck it. YOLO. You only live once. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. I said, put this shit on here. It's going to be delicious. It smells good. And it's only two twenty nine, so I can put Can't the whole bottle price. on there. <laughs> so um, I put it on there, and um, I, uh, within a bite or two, I was sweating. Oh Jesus! I was sweating pretty, pretty good. Um, and uh, I went and got like some water, like a big ass cup of water, because I was just like, "Oh man, this is hot." And um, you know, and the thing is, it was a slow burn. Like that first, the first couple of bites, it didn't like burn like on fire. It was like a slow build up from like, uh, like comparing it to real fire. It was like incense burning to like four alarm house burning down, like <laughs> orphanage full of kids, like, you know, like that level of fire, uh, within like probably two minutes. Like it didn't start. It was like a slow build to that. So in between those two minutes, when I thought that I could handle it, I was like, oh, this is all you got, little bitch of a bottle? Mm. Oh, no. Is that it, ghost pepper sauce? Really, ghost pepper sauce? You got a skull on the front and the shit barely burns? I will double down on this right now and put some more on my second bite of burrito because that's how I get down. I'm official <laughs> like this. I'm trill, as they say in the hood. Um so I took that second bite and it was about then that the first bite actually started kicking in and it felt like my whole chest was on fire. Uh, like not just my mouth, but my chest, like inside of my body was also on fire. And I was like, this is terrible. Um, and like anybody in a medical emergency, I tweeted about it. I asked my, my, <laughs> my aficionados of hot sauce. Uh, my man K Bad from the Hot Five Starter he Podcast. He know his hot sauce. Cause he's a hot sauce, like. Connoisseur. Yeah, that dude knows his shit. So I hit him up. I said, K Bad. Yo, man. Um, you ever heard of this ghost pepper sauce? And he was like, uh, I didn't get a response right away. But my man Rick hit me up and replied back to that tweet and said, ghost pepper sauce. I hope you ain't try that ghost pepper sauce. And I was like, why not <laughs> as i was sweating you like and he was like uh it's it'll it's terrible dog like it's hot as shit you should not try that shit it's, it's not good for you like um and i was like well i think i'll be okay um you know i've taken my bites of it i'm done with my meal now um i'm just drinking a ton of water and trying to like pray through it um Jesus. <laughs> so so right up like maybe like 20 minutes after that k-bad hits me back and he's like oh no not the ghost pepper sauce i said oh <laughs> when he says oh no you know it's serious right if k-bad thinks it's bad that is he like, loves yeah. hot sauce 
you know what i mean like he's an ex he's like it's like if bill nye hit you up and was like don't do that experiment nigga you, that shit gonna explode yeah right. you're like this motherfucker knows what he's talking about so i was like oh no man uh apparently i'm gonna die um <laughs> and k bad also sent he's like you didn't see the man versus food episode or someone sent this yeah. and i was like what man versus food episode because you don't and watch sent it yeah you don't watch the food network it is helpful son mm-hmm. apparently so um so he sent me this video of man versus food amber have you heard of the guy who does the man versus food show have you heard that show i have i've heard of it but only commercials which is why i've only ever heard of it okay i've also only ever heard of it right well he sent me this clip on youtube and it was he went to a store at a restaurant and i guess he does different challenges it's like mm-hmm. you have to eat this much of this you have to eat this type of that it's hard to eat whatever yes this challenge was he had to eat 20 wings with ghost pepper sauce on them um and he tried to to eat the wings how many wings do you think he ate, guys? This is a man who lives for this every day of his life. He's doing some type of competition to against food. Karen, how many wings do you think he ate? Uh, would that would that sauce? If he finished one, so you don't even think he finished one wing. Mm-mm. First of all, what kind of pussy is this guy that he is doing this show where he can't finish one wing? Like that is already disgusting that you even think that like but, does he, but, is that an often thing that he does where he like no, no, shows no. up i'm gonna eat all the pizza Ooh, one bite i'm good guys no, thank you no 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 but most of the time he sometimes he accomplishes it sometimes he doesn't i mean because some some of the some of the things they have him do mm-hmm. it's like nobody but a killer whale tillicum could have the <laughs> appetite to eat this bullshit right. so most people are not going to finish it but when you talk about something like this mm-hmm. and how spicy it is, it's one of those things where it's like you good if you get a half of one done. I just feel I, I just as an aside, I just think it's terrible that that dude has a show. I wish I had thought of it before now. Like he's a genius for the fact that he doesn't have to win it all. No, he don't. Like I would think they he tries can- now. Like I think if you don't finish the challenges, they should cancel your show. Like uh, apparently <laughs> food won. Uh, we're just gonna give food the channel. The, the we're gonna give food the show from now on. Uh, it's gonna be food versus men. We'll get different men to do it because apparently you can't do any of this shit. And, and you know what? Watching that show made me realize how fucking insane people are when it comes to food. They're like, yeah, we got a double deck, a pound, a patty. You know, you got to finish this in under thirty minutes, and it'd be like five beef patties with chili, with cheese, with fries, with slaw, with lettuce, and you got to finish the tater tots. You're like, who the fuck is gonna eat all this goddamn food? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Amber, uh, how many wings do you think he ate? I think it's one as well. So both of you guys were one. Well, you're both wrong. It's one and a half. He ate one and a half wings. Shit. And quit. And this is with a crowd of people rooting him on. Like it's oh. really, it's extremely embarrassing because they're like, you're, like, I forget his name, whatever it is, but it, like, it's his name, whatever it is. Like, say his name is Steven. It's like, Steven, Steven, Steven. And he like bites the first wing and he has a look of anguish. And <laughs> you can't drink any milk. You can take a sip of water and you have to make it to 20 wings. And then, uh, he took the second bite of the second wing and he just was like, kill me and quit. I bet you was sweating, wasn't he? Fuck yeah, he was sweating. His eyes were sweating. <laughs> Everything about him was sweating. Now, I didn't have as adverse a reaction to him as he did, but I was pretty fucked up. 
And it's one of the things where you had other shit going around. He ate shit that just was just dipped in, like like the wings mm-hmm. probably just dipped in the sauce. Exactly. So that's kind of different versus now, you had the chicken and the other stuff happening. Well, I had a pretty liberal dousing of the sauce, though. Like, it was basically... Oh, cheap. like you do that Texas Pete? Yes, yeah, it was Uh-oh. just like that. Yeah, I had no regard for my life at the point at that point. Um, that was when I looked at the back of the bottle after seeing this video where he quit drank a bunch of milk walked into the freezer told them to leave him in the freezer by himself <laughs> and and, and, oh. and just passed out or whatever he was like like he was like i almost passed out after one wing um and so i was like i didn't feel like i was already sitting but i didn't think i almost passed out or anything although i did feel extremely hot i had to like chill out all day so um i thought i was good but um because i like i even tweeted to the people like man y'all are making too much of this shit i'm good so stop being bitches Mm -hmm. and move on okay you guys don't know what you're talking about and uh of course uh i went through my whole day like i was fine pretty much except that i felt this uneasiness in my stomach every every second of the day like and i it felt like i had an ulcer like it was just like constant, a little, not, not, not like, you know, doubled over in pain, but just like a little, little bit of pain all day. Just a, a uneasy stomach. Didn't matter how much I used the bathroom. Didn't matter how much Pepto Bismol I drank. And I was drinking that shit. I was drinking Pepto like a fucking <laughs> fish at one point. It did not help. Um, and, uh, I remember we did our show. Uh, I felt a little off during the show. Like I was still was feeling like, ah, what's wrong with me? And uh, I was like, well, I'll be fine. I'll use the bathroom before we leave to go to the game, and I'll be cool. Drink some more Pepto-Bismol, tough it out like a man, because I'm a man, and that's what men do. Mm-hmm. And, and it just so happened that I happened to pick it up. I was like, oh, you got new hot sauce. Yeah, and on the back of the bottle is like, don't take too much of this. It will fucking kill you for real. Um, I forget how many units it was, <laughs> and- but... It was some ridiculous thing. Like, it was some- first of all, I've never seen a hot sauce with any measurement on the back that says like it is such a much so and so on the scale of the so and so scale. Like, I didn't know there was a scale for hot sauce. There, there is, there is a scale, and because it, it was funny though, because I was like, oh, you got some new hot sauce, and I picked it up and I read the label, and on the front it got this. Put it like this. Maybe it's just me and my woman mm. and my punk ass. Cause, cause I look and it had like a crossbone and a skull head. And at the top, it was like only one drop. Then I looked on the side. It was like, oh yeah, mild, medium, hot. And then it went, uh, way up the scale. It was like death. And I looked at Roger like, you ain't this shit. Right. He was like, yeah. I was like, how much did you use? He was like a lot. I was like, nigga. Right. Like I took a little bit out of that bottle and that was only one sitting like i don't know what i was thinking man but i looked at the bo- back of that bottle and i just remember being like you know whatever the me- it's like seven hundred thousand kilojoules of hot i'm like yeah what the fuck is that what is- so i actually went online and looked it up and it was like nigga this is hot and i was like oh this this is might yeah, not be good if i'm not mistaken they said that's like one of the hottest uh uh peppers in the world it is one okay. of the hottest peppers in the so, world so uh, yeah. you know and i really looked at I, and, and it was funny though because like i said it's just me and my punk and roger you know i would eat anything mm-hmm. but i really looked at roger like 
you ate this Are well karen karen won't eat hot sauce stuff don't 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 know a lot of y'all but um, I, I, now i don't do hot food but i will eat a lot of stuff though does don't mm, dip it in no hot spicy sauce right yeah you don't do sriracha really you mm-hmm. don't you don't really do anything hot so um you know and i was looking i was going by that like karen doesn't do anything hot of course she's scared of the hot sauce yes she what what the fuck like she's scared of texas pete what what am i worried about <laughs> um but yeah I'm, I, we were kind of getting close to the game and i just felt like my stomach was going to implode like not even evacuate itself implode like i was going to just curl up into a ball within myself because my stomach just sucked itself in to avoid the pain that i was going was through like, i've had enough son and we literally got right to the parking lot to go to the game and i was like maybe if i use the bath oh and i did use the bathroom before we, we left. left yeah right before we left and mm-hmm. um the name of the wings that the guy tried on uh man versus food were f- were fire in the hole wings accurate oh, no. accurate it was a fire in the hole situation <laughs> uh the last time i used the bathroom it was not pleasant um uh, and uh very uneasy to get through um so then on the way you know to the arena i'm feeling like i might have another fire and hose situation and that's when i realized i don't want to be using the bathroom number two at in, any in, public in sports arena nope i'm good i don't need to be i don't know how it goes down in the women's bathroom but in the men's bathroom it's pretty much an evacuation of urine during the whole game because everybody's buying so much beer um you think they are courteous with the way they treat the seats up in there Mm-mm. oh jesus yeah Christ. you think they're like oh let me just wipe that up i guarantee at a 90 percent clip most people are actually moving the toilet seat with the bottom of their shoe 90 percent clip guarantee nope not putting my ass towards any of that um and that's if it's clean that's if it's clean ain't that the truth and the the thing about it though because i completely understood I didn't know what was going on, but we rolled around and we got closer to the arena and closer to the arena. And I, and Roger was like, I don't think, I don't think we're going to make it. I was like, that, that was like, no, that. I, that was my first thing. My first thing was, you think they have a bathroom in 7th Street Station? Yeah. That was you first said. Cause I, that one's pretty and clean. And I was like, that those, that, that those They have a nice good. deli in there. Like that was already a compromise right there. All <laughs> in the self I was like, maybe if I use the bathroom then, he, he I'll be like, okay. I'm going to the game. I was like, okay, cool. Then, you know, we actually got like right when we was about to pull in the park and he was like, and I was like, I understand, baby. Yeah. I was like, I didn't turn around. I'm sorry about this. I overshot my bounds and, uh, ghost pepper sauce one, uh, Roderick zero. Rod zero. And, um, uh, Dexter, um, from Shout Out Productions heard about my ordeal and actually got excited and wants to try the sauce. Oh, you can fucking have it. I will mail it to you. I was going to throw it in the trash because I would not wish that death upon anyone. But if you want it, you can, can have, have it. it. We'll, we'll mail it to you. Yeah. Dexter. He said there's no regular sauce that's hot enough for him. Uh, welcome to it, sir. Uh, I wish you and your bowels, uh, good luck. But, uh, your boy will not be fucking with ghost pepper sauce ever again fuck that shit man that those was, ghost pepper come in like a ghost you know like, i actually went and laid down after like i just went came back to the house i used bathroom again on fire laid down for like four hours it just was like please just don't let me die on my own bed like this <laughs> and uh so i made it i'm still here but um yeah that rule that yeah, we record a show no go ahead amber i was in a supplement phase for a little while like take this and your hair will grow and take this and your blood will 
clear. And uh, first of all, to, ketchup is hot for me. Mm-hmm. And so I was taking these cayenne pills. It's supposed to like do something to your something. And it's a capsule so you don't taste it going in. And But like you coming out, not so much. I was like, is this what anal is like? Right. Because yeah. I'm on – like I was – I had to sit – on one butt cheek it was mm-hmm. like that yeah, yeah i was really like yeah. how do people live like this like that was my thing it was just like how is anyone like is this what it's like to have an std yeah. it's like what the fuck could you make you go it made me reconsider my life choices like <laughs> i was on the toilet just thinking about changing my diet my yeah. exercise routine maybe going to church once in a while like i was like get me through That's this it. just get me through this and i everything will be okay like i didn't pass out eating it but i almost passed out exploiting that out my body i was just like i might just uh need to lay down for a second yeah you're sweating hard yeah just maybe yeah. if i lay in the tub and just run the water over me i'll be okay yeah did we do a show too yeah we did a show yeah that show was terrible uh i mean now <laughs> in all fairness i think all our shows are terrible uh so i'm probably not the best uh judge of, character yeah i never re-listened to any of our shows any of that shit but I but um uh, i like at that moment i was just sitting up there like uh the show sucked because of this my life sucks because of this it did not uh i just want to lay down i just want like some hot cold water over me just cold water you know, I maybe some put get Karen to come in, put ice on top of me, I and you know, put ice just directly in my asshole. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to live. I just want to live. These are the things you do when you are dying on the floor of your bathroom, and uh, that's how I felt, man. It was terrible, and uh, ghost pepper sauce will never be consumed by me again. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if it's a million dollar contest. Keep your money. Uh, I would rather live. So fuck ghost pepper sauce. Um. All right, we have other things to talk about. Today is a big NFL game day. Woo-hoo! I know Amber doesn't watch sports really. No. But uh Seattle is playing the 49ers, San Francisco. Yeah. And um the Patriots are playing the Colts, yeah, Tom I, Brady versus Peyton Manning again. I want uh Seattle to win cuz uh that nigga did that Superman shit. Fuck Cap- him. Kaepernick. Yeah. yeah fuck he him. Vi- he violated the code of black quarterbacks. So yeah. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. We, don't, we don't go against the family, Cap. No. no we don't I'm, do that. I'm sorry. You know, if you're a 49ers fan, you know, cheer for them. But no, I don't want him to win. Yeah. And I'm going for uh, the Broncos because they when Peyton Manning came back from that neck injury, they, talk about Bron- they talked about him like a black man. Right. And uh, Peyton Manning is as close as you can get to a black quarterback as a white quarterback man. can get. That motherfucker won the Super Bowl and they act like that shit never, never mattered. Happened. Like you be like, yeah, he won the Super Bowl. He's a choker. What? I, yep. thought, I thought if you win a Super Bowl, choking doesn't matter anymore. Tom Brady ain't won shit in 10 years. Yeah, it, nope, it, it, it counts. Don't, it don't matter. And it's one of those things where I won't pay. I actually want Peyton to win it all just for that. And also, I, uh, I don't like, uh, the Patriots because mm. fuck them niggas. They cheated and they beat the Carolina Panthers in the Super Bowl because them fuckers cheated. Yes, I said it. You cheaters. Well, I came up with a new rule or not a new rule, a new thing. Uh, I was watching, um, analysis of the games coming up and i realized that um the new thing they do is they bring on sports personalities they're normally ex athletes they're ex sports you know uh players nfl players and stuff uh ex coaches 
and they do this thing where they're like, if you're the coach of the 49ers, what are you going to tell your team to do when it's time to play on Sunday? And it's always some generic shit that anyone can make up. Of course. And there's no fucking way coaching is that easy. It's, it doesn't even make sense that why would they spend 80 hours a week doing this thing? Yeah. If it was so easy, you could just show up on Sunday and do a 30 second speech. But no one ever addresses this. And they're former athletes and former coaches. How come none of them are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the record, what I'm about to do is bullshit. And there's at least 80 hours of work behind what I'm about to say. But, but instead they're just like, cause they'll be like, so you like, uh, matter of fact, I'm sure we have some NFL music here. Yes, we do. There you go. Welcome back to ESPN. Right now we're at the mm-hmm. NFL Roundup and we're talking with Coach Dicker. Coach Dicker, what do you do if you're the 49ers coach? And you want to talk to the defense tonight about what to do against Russell Wilson. And he'll just be like, first of all, I'll tell my guys, you got to play hard. We want to go out there, going to execute. We're going to get on the ball and we're going to go after the quarterback. All right. We're going to, if we, if we can just stop them from scoring touchdowns, we can win the game. If they don't score points, we got this. Yes. And then the one black man in the shiny ass suit, pimp Mm -hmm. suit, he turns around, he said, you know what, what I would do? I would sit down and talk to the players. I would mm. sit down with Peyton Manning. Well, I'll, I'll set you up, Ken. Karen, what would you do? You're a former wide receiver, uh, Hall of Famer. What would you do if you were the Seattle offense? How are you going to play against the 49ers defense? I would tell the Seattle offense, what y'all need to do is protect your quarterback. That's mm-hmm. what you need to do. You know, protect because that is your man. Mm-hmm. Because without him, there's no team. And I would also tell you to block. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Block your man. You know, <laughs> I got, make holes. Oh, that's what you're I supposed got, to do. Go ahead. Amber, would you like to no, do one? I, I totally stepped on you. No, it's Would you okay. like to do one, Amber? Uh, yeah. Seven, All right. Seven. I'll set you up. All right. Here we go. Mm-mm. Let me start over. Here we go. Welcome back to E! Entertainment Television. And we are about to talk about the 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. We're going to break it down right now. I got Coach Amber with me. Coach, if if you are the 49ers offense, what are you going to do against this tough Seattle defense to win the game? Okay, I'd tell them, give me a knee. <laughs> and then I'd look each of them in the eye. And I'd tell them, I know you just got a new house. You have some alimony. You got two hoes on the side and some baby mamas, so let's get it together, because I know your mom is sick, so shape up or ship out. <laughs> All right, and Karen, as a former NFL All-Pro tight end, what would you do if you heard that the 49ers offense was going to get motivated by Coach Amber? I would tell them, throw it to your tight end, because the tight end is the most important person out there on the field. You can't win without your tight end. I will also tell the quarterback, keep your head up, look straight, look down the field, try to trick him with your eyes. That This, this is what I would tell him. <laughs> I fucking hate Sports Center from now on. Yes, I, like, dumb. I don't, I don't know why I had to get so old to realize this. I just real maybe it's because I've never been home during the middle of the day before a big yeah. game before. Yeah, to actually watch it because they I've they've seen said that, shit. that for years. Like, well, not just that they replay it every hour. 
Okay, that's completely different. Yeah. yeah. And so now that I've seen it 75 times since last Sunday, I can't watch, I can't watch analysis anymore. It's all the same shit. Yeah. And I know it can't be that easy or else we'd all be fucking coaches. If you could just look at, listen, we're 52 grown men. We're going to go out there. We're going to play some grown man tackle football. If you could just do that on Sunday, what the fuck is the other point of the film room? What's the point of all the drills that you do? It's, What's it's, the point of practice? That's impossible. It really makes sense. And for me, the, the thing that really, I think this year I really got fed up with sports center just for the fact that for the Carolina Panthers game, oh my gosh, all the motherfuckers pissed me the fuck off. And I, before I make this statement, yes, I'm biased and yes, I love Cam, but Cam is not a piece of shit and he's not a terrible ass quarterback. But they talked about Cam Newton like he was fucking horrible and terrible quarterback the whole goddamn week. And it just made me ill. And I, and, and as a Panthers fan, I'm like, Hey, win or lose. Oh, okay. And no, he didn't play perfect, but goddamn it, he didn't get to the playoffs by that playing well, a piece of shit either I, I didn't see them talking about him bad on tv i saw all that shit on twitter like i didn't like the tv shows they keep it pretty nice because they want people to they know the panthers fans are tuning in yes and unless he's like a bad quote-unquote person they normally don't say anything bad about you true unless you like did like if you like hey this dude uh had a dui last week then they'll go in on you right it's like oh we can morally police this dude but like if you're just a dude that like you know, is even if you're not playing that good, but but you're the guy on that team, they'll be like, oh, he's good. He's having a good year, and uh, he's really matured because he's winning games. And I guess because I'm black, I'm more sensitive to the language that they use mm-hmm. according to who the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things. But, no, nah, yeah, because, yeah, they know Carolina Panthers fans are watching. So, yeah. yeah. But it's just I could just tell the difference in the language. And like you said, yeah, Twitter, fuck Twitter. Yeah, Twitter um, was way worse. Yeah. And I, I don't mean, like, regular people either. I'm talking about sports writers and shit. That's where they go to get off, where they're just like, this dude's a piece of shit. And you're like, whoa, why didn't you say that on TV? Yes. Because I'm not going to say that shit on TV. Because I don't want to lose no goddamn money. everyone will see it. But, um, yeah, I just, anyway, the pregame shows, I don't know how anybody watches them. And I realized I haven't watched them in years because I only care about fantasy football. Yeah. So I'm watching fantasy yeah, focus. I, I watch fantasy football information because that's how I wins my money. Thank you for all you suckers in the blackout tip league <laughs> that lost your money to me. Let me remind you once again, you'll never be better than me at fantasy football. Just give up. Um, but yeah, that, that is just, um, uh, if it's not fantasy relevant, I don't care, but it was just so good yesterday. Um, when I figured it out, it was like a light bulb just snapped and I was like, these motherfuckers don't have shit to talk about. Mm-mm. No, they don't. You know? It's, 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 it's like the 24 hour news, literally, and they're on for 24 hours and they don't really got shit to say. So they take clips and just replay them for 14 hours yeah. till the game come on. It's so good though. When you figure it out, cause I was like, like honestly, yesterday I was like, I bet we can even get Amber to do it. That's how I was. I said Amber doesn't even watch this shit. If yeah. I play the music under the uh, the key is the music, by the way. If yeah. you play the music underneath the person, it doesn't fucking matter what, what they, they say. say. It could just we're going to score points and not let the team other team score points. Yep, there you go, coach. That's what, that. that's, that's what you need to do. You need to win the game. We're we just want to win the game. That's what we're about, winning the game. Yep. We're about offense and defense. Right. <laughs> Does it fucking matter? Uh. <laughs> This is a football game. <laughs> We're gonna use our timeouts. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how that's how it's gonna work. Um, all right. Uh, PSA to all the people out there. Um, 
uh that are watching the movie awards now we got the oscars coming up i believe uh golden glows just passed um sag awards last night or something um be warned that people keep saying lapita nyong'o looks stunning in everything she's wearing because especially black women because they wish a motherfucker would say she don't look good and please do nobody has even said it yet they're letting you know i speak that shit and i'm warning everybody now because it's gonna happen during the oscars guaranteed okay inform me of who she is she well see because you don't go see slave movies you don't know no i don't see slave movies she was in uh 12 years of slave okay she was a good actress and she uh you know i thought she stole the show um but uh she's up for some awards because the movie's up for awards and stuff i think she's up for like um not best actress but like um what do you call it when you're the secondary lead of of something what is that supporting roles yeah she's up for supporting roles and shit like that and she's showing up at these award shows and she's a dark-skinned african lady with short haircut skin fucking flawless uh very petite you know in the same uh vain as uh all hollywood actresses pretty much um you get you know that that petite look is 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 a thing and um you know just a beautiful looking woman but the reason people are saying is because they wish they fucking triple dog dare you to say she is not the best looking thing ever they want to fight they, they want to fight brass knuckles they want to fight they know hollywood and how it treats dark skin yes, people sir. in general and she is the darkest and she is uh still you know such a beautiful looking woman that it has now gone overboard it is defcon five level uh whatever's the highest if it's if defcon one is the worst then it's that don't say shit fellas i know you got you want to troll i know you want to say something funny i know you got jokes don't say that shit don't say just i uh, know you got you probably thinking of something right now wouldn't it be funny if no it would not be funny if <laughs> yeah, p- putting people on notice i think is kind you mm-hmm. know what i mean we're looking out for other i mean i don't do it but i see what's going on and it's like don't start no shit guess what there won't be no shit thank you trying to help just remember i tried to help because somebody's not gonna take the advice oh no and it's gonna be real somebody gonna and some of y'all just didn't know like right now you're being like oh that's a thing it's a fucking thing Mm -hmm. i've noticed haven't seen especially the particular word stunning stunning we don't say that normally Mm -mm. like that's not a normal word that we have in our vocabulary i'm just oh man i saw amber she was looking stunning today that is a word that was reserved for i will fight you that's what stunning that the truth. means if your woman come out and say i look stunning you better nod your head and say mm-hmm. yes i agree that's the only thing you can say um and uh and, and shout out to you know the white liberal feminist vloggers that are saying she looks stunning i don't believe you need more people but way to pick up the cue way to pick up on the cue and stay out of the fight you supposed to say it too support uh, your own yep it feels a little patronizing i think i was talking to um fire fire 100 on twitter and she was saying she's dark-skinned and uh also beautiful woman and she was saying how as a dark-skinned woman she feels patronized to a certain extent and it's overcompensating because the theme underneath it is i would not normally find this kind of person attractive but 
this person is so attractive they're so attractive yo they're so attractive it's like a handicap like calling someone special instead of retarded yeah and uh it's uh what's that phrase um they they're basically saying the for a dark girl my right. word right they do it with overweight women yes they do Any, anyone off the main the beaten path yeah. where it's just like oh she's indian oh she's such a stunning just stunning looking exotic actress. yeah oh look at her features and you're like yeah i feel like you are just you don't really appreciate it it's like if someone goes yeah serena williams look good there's uh serena williams looks good on some like aesthetically she is symmetrical and then says some i won't fuck serena williams big difference yes it is big difference you know yes so, it's, it's, it's her muscle mass is two percent of her body right she looks so healthy and strong not yes. the same not the same no it's not would you put your dick inside her that then don't say anything um but uh yeah it sounds a little patronizing but be fucking warned guys somebody gonna step out of line now to these articles did y'all hear about uh the new bachelor juan pablo um galavis what about him? i've heard his name mm-hmm. he is the uh first latino bachelor i'll put his picture in the chat because i know many of you ladies are like mm, they went and got a latino bachelor Mm-mm. are they, you serious no they didn't get latino latino they got latino oh, look white he, latino he's well you can be latino and be white mm-hmm and and i know that but he's like I, a zimmerman but, yeah but they latino got a, a passable yeah. yeah when i mean latino latino i'm talking about like a is dark you, yeah i know what you mean latino. you mean something horribly racist go ahead yes and i mean and i and i mean it in a good way but yes i'm talking yes. about like latino where you can't close your eyes and and pretend like it's something else you look you go well goddamn that's yeah. latino mm-hmm. yeah yeah he could pass like, yes that's, he could that's very well, important he is, he's white right yeah i mean like uh, if you're from spain right you're Hispanic. well until he says his name you would think he was a white dude. You know what I'm saying? That's like, right. Right. Like, like if he say, Hey man, um, what's your name? And he'll be like, um, he'd be like, Juan Pablo. You're like, Oh shit. You like Hispanic or something, huh? You like from Spain or some shit, but they're making a big deal out of it because oh, the bachelor until now has been all white. Right. Uh, and still then is. some brothers tried to sue. So then they said, ha ha, we got us a, latino up in this crib let's do what saturday night live is giving and doing. then everybody saw the commercial and said where ain't that the truth <laughs> where's the latino you know what? gentleman alexander Hal- hamilton is from the same island that my dad is from oh shout out to him man uh alexander mm-hmm. hamilton cool dude uh great president um, he could he wasn't because he wasn't american oh he didn't become president no he oh. was what somebody hooked me up he was treasurer or something oh okay great treasurer um but uh, technically good slave owner by the way caribbean oh really i didn't know that and good slave owner Uh, a lot of people don't give him a lot of credit without alexander hamilton do we have an anthony hamilton i don't think so Mm. um anyway juan pablo galavis says that uh gay people are more perverted wait who says this juan pablo galavis the first Uh, latino Uh bachelor Mm mm-hmm Huh. Uh, apparently he, uh, was, was talking about being the first minority on, to star on The Bachelor. Huh. So that's good. Cause I'm when breaking, did, he's breaking down barriers. So he said, why not put a few up? When, when did he say this? Uh, apparently he was talking to the TV page. Um, and it was recently like this week that it got released. Um, 
uh he says uh apparently says i don't think it's a good example for kids to watch on tv when they ask them should they have like a gay bachelor at some point or maybe even bisexual people he said making it plain uh i don't think it's a, is a good example for kids to have on tv um oh obviously people have their husband and wife and kids and that is how we are brought up now there is fathers having kids and all that and it is hard for me to understand that too in the sense of a household having people's two parents two parents sleeping in the same bed and the kid going into bed it is confusing in a sense but i respect them because they want to have kids they want to be parents so it is a scale where do you put it on the scale where's the thin line to cross or not you have to respect everybody's desires and way of living but it would be too hard for tv this is amazing Mm-hmm. it is oh and that's Jesus. what happened when you have somebody pretty and you put a microphone in their face <laughs> pretty privilege yeah, yeah i mean literally when, yeah, when it's such right. a huge disconnect between mm-hmm. the reality that most people live and their reality for some of them like like it's well it's, also when people are pretty you tend to just be like mm-hmm, you sure is fine whatever you say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're like you know because the gays are uh perverted people you're like mm-hmm, you're and, fine and, and some of them gays probably are sexually attracted to you even though you're not mm-hmm. um the bachelor star seemed to be trying to appear tolerant but he don't right that was by the way reading that statement i do feel like that was him being tolerant for the record there was not one slur yeah how I, hard was that for him i Very. feel like i feel like he got halfway through that sentence and started sweating like well i'm in it <laughs> how do i explain my way out of it because yes, but i shouldn't have opened up my mouth the guy who does my hair and my makeup is you know what and, and the viewership right and so everybody that watch it watches the bachelor are white women there's no latino there's no mm-hmm. gay there's no bisexual black none, people. None, none of that none, black folks we, we don't watch this show at all um so yeah, i hope what i said earlier about not hanging around the element mm-hmm. uh i hope that gets me some ratings because of, and a new job because that's what happens mm-hmm. um i should throw in stuff about the gays i'm definitely going to use it as my quote for the show and uh try to make it the most offensive possible so um, <laughs> it, it didn't help that he reportedly went on to say that gay people were more perverted in a sense um so yep um talking to a uh talking about the inappropriate interview of rep for the bachelor abc and warner horizon television told hollywoodlife.com juan pablo's comments were careless thoughtless and insensitive and in no way reflect the views of the network the show producers or the studio even though we made him the face of this show um now <clears throat> It's funny though, too, because the interview is supposed to be about how he's breaking the barrier, being a first minority. Yeah, how did we get on gay? And what, this, what? this cannot be more of a mainstream, ignorant, white male privileged perception of anything. Like it's, it's like, do you need any more proof that this dude is not even close to thinking of himself as anything other than straight white male? Go no further than this dumbass opinion. Ain't that the truth? And 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 I and I think for me maybe that's just a problem that i have it's like latino i'm looking like oh that's a white man it's mm-hmm. like latino i'm looking for somebody darker tone darker skin mm-hmm. where people can't pretend that he's white well the good news is guys he's already apologized so calm down mm-hmm. he went to facebook did he make it no, even worse a, with his apology oh that's, he, that's oh, he apologized shit. on Why facebook bringing it up? yeah he said people I want to apologize to all the people I may have offended because of my comments on how of having a gay or bisexual bachelor. The comment was taken out of context. 
if you listen to it, what what yeah what is the context that that fixes what he said hey if you were an ignorant racist bigot person what would you say about having uh gay people on the bachelor well this is what i would say <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the entire interview there's nothing but respect for gay people and their families i have many gay friends and one of my closest friends who's like a brother has been oh, a constant man. in my life especially during the past five months we blow each other every day. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I just don't think he should be around children. <laughs> right. As long as he didn't have kids, we're cool. Um, that, that, the word pervert was not meant what I meant to say, and I'm very sorry about it. Everyone knows English is my second language, and my vocabulary um, is, is not as broad as it is in Spanish. Oh, my Jesus. And because it is, sometimes I use the wrong words to express myself. What I meant to say was that gay people are more affectionate and intense. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is even the worst sounding. Oh, well, you know, gay people, man, they be affectionate. They be intense. getting it down. Like you ever seen they, two? They swish down the street mm-hmm. and just a lot more intense. You ever just see two gay people just going at it? And you're like, get a room, gay people. It's too intense. Straight people don't do that. Kissing each other and holding hands. How dare Ew. you in public? Get out of here with that. Oh my! I do. I clutch my pearls. I do declare. I'm catching the vapors. Someone catch me. And for a segment of the TV audience, that would be too racy to accept. Yeah, a segment, including me. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. For the for those biggest, you know, because we got to worry about them when we make these TV shows. You know, we definitely want to cut to the bigot population. And you know what I just realized? What did you just realize? That now he's using his Hispanic background as an excuse of why he said what he said. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, before you didn't use your Hispanic background when they was asking you about breaking the barrier. Right. Uh, or am I the only one missing this point? Well, maybe it was you in don't a, speak good English. Right. <laughs> you know, this is my second language. Um, the show is very racist as it, I mean, racy, racist. <laughs> Freudian. Um, the show is very racy as it is, and I don't let my five year old daughter watch it. So seeing him make out with many different women over the course of a few weeks, nothing perverted about that at all, right? Nothing. One of these women he promises to wed, by the way. Come on now. Uh, nothing perverted about that at all, America. Close your eyes. Uh, but if you had gay people doing the same thing, it's too much. It's too much, guys. They're being gay and shit. Once again, I'm sorry for how my words were taken. So that's y'all's fault for taking them that way. Uh, I would never disrespect anyone. Sinceramente, uh, Juan Pablo Galavis, 4,000. See what I did there? Little Hispanic flair. Mm-hmm. Sinceramente, I'm still Hispanic, y'all. Uh, 4,274 people liked this at the time they took this picture. 2,466 comments. So. Uh, um that's got to be the worst place in the world yeah good for him man i'm just glad yeah, and, and that i'm glad that he's embracing his heritage mm-hmm. you know I, i'm I'm glad that he knows that his heritage does matter but mm-hmm. it only matters when you're apologizing right <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm hispanic y'all come on <laughs> yeah it should matter all the time like like if that's a part of your culture yeah. whatever your culture is how come the apology isn't in spanish uh, your whole thing should be written in spanish he's like i'm so much better with uh with, with let me put this in espanol guys okay first of all uh lo siento <laughs> i think that wraps it up <laughs> we're done here um but yeah i just thought that was funny um let's see what else we want to talk about have y'all heard about uh tamara maori yes Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. she's got pain 
that she is dealing with over hateful comments about her marriage to a white man oh, i wish i had a i wish i had like that sassy sound effect from like ricky lake was like ooh. <laughs> i gotta find that somewhere mm. uh tv personality tamara maori became <laughs> isn't it sad that she never made the leap over the movie so they could just be like mm. like actress instead it's like tv personality let's to be me, honest she's still an actress but that's how people people don't yeah. look at the same well no she does reality shows and stuff now too okay. so at this point you know it's more like Oh, from TV, the only place she can be famous. Oh, she became emotional. She described hurtful Twitter comments she has received regarding her biracial marriage to Fox News correspondent Adam Housley, further com- uh, further confirming that um, black people ain't shit on Fox News. Um, in her interview, and Oprah, uh, Oprah, where are they now? Yo, the level of ego you have to put aside to go on Oprah, where are they now? Mm-hmm oh yeah that must be like you must be a really good person or very mm. realistic to be like uh or maybe oprah lies maybe she's like hey will you do my interview show you're like i'm gonna be on oprah yeah hell you do yeah the, girl you, you do the interview show and, and then you get there and they go welcome back to oprah where are they now i'm talking you're like whoa what are we doing you didn't tell me this you know i guarantee <laughs> I, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened more than not where, where you just <laughs> oprah you get the call you're like yeah right. yeah i do the oprah Winfrey show yeah, this is my comeback. What are you doing, Oprah? Yes, where are they now? Uh, Tamara, you ain't shit. And I just want to talk about how have you not been shit for the last 10 years? Mm. Yes, you are terrible at what you do. And people only remember you as a little kid. And they just wondered mm. what happened to you. Yeah, please tell us what's going on with your life right now. It's like, fuck you, Oprah. Mm. Anyway, uh, and her twin sister, Tia. Because mm-hmm. Tia and Tamara. Tamara yeah, had a show. I think it's still on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sisters. Oh, sorry. Yes, sister, 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 sister. But, yeah. but they also have like a reality show called Tia and Tamara. Tamara mm-hmm. tearfully highlighted some of the, the attacks by haters who called Tamara a white man's whore among other racial slurs. Wow. Apparently she did not, because it didn't happen to her face, she couldn't just call Kanye West to handle the situation. True. Which would have been preferably my way of doing it. Like if anything happens mm-hmm. to me, I'm calling Kanye. Tamara said, see, this is where I get emotional because it's hurtful because matter of fact i think i can play this shit let me see if i can play it we can all cry together guys it's gonna be okay we're gonna make it through this and uh it's gonna be fine you see is this it this it no son of a bitch what a sound boo boo i'm working on it give me a second guys i got the sound here okay y'all just can y'all just start crying and we will oh there it is i fixed it never mind you don't have to cry are so openly and refined with showing is love. Oh, let's see. Love. Stop from the beginning, yeah. There we go. Because when my husband and I are so openly and refined with showing is love. Love. But people choose to look past love and spew hate. Mm-hmm. That's what hurts me. Because I've never experienced so much hate ever in my life. Ever. Jeez. Like, what I do they get say? Called white man's whore. The, the new one was. God, Tamara. Oh, yeah. 
Back in the day, you cost $300, but now you're giving it to them for free. <laughs> like, stuff that I would, I, me as a person, could never even, even fathom. Like, I can't even, I can't even think of these words, and only because it's very hard for me to think of it because I'm a product of it. Yeah, my are. mom is a beautiful black woman and my dad is an amazing white man. And I grew up seeing a family. Yeah, I didn't grow color. up seeing, color. oh, a the white person. So it's very shocking to go through this. This was the big one. They say, O.T. is a true black woman because she married a black man. Oh, I'm lesser of a black person because I married white? I get the opposite, actually. What? Yep, like, I've had people say that you, you've done it right by marrying a white man. I mean, I love my, I love my husband so much. I love our family. I love our dynamic. I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be in the relationship that I am because it's based on love. Exactly. Pure love. Yeah. And you, you know what? I think that maybe I might be wrong by saying this, but I think that Tia and Tamara came years ago before Facebook, before the Internet, before a lot of this stuff was as popular as it is now. And so for the first time ever, they're dealing with the backlash of especially when they restarted the Tia and Tamara show and they let people into their personal lives because they had basically disappeared since sister, sister, you know, a few things here and there. And I think for the first time, they're getting the backlash of social media up front and personal and I think that they just don't know how to handle it instead of just ignoring it. I mean, this is this is just how I feel about it. Like like they're realizing, hey, it's it's always been assholes out there, and they may have people just been saying this for years. But you know what? They couldn't at you. They couldn't post you on face. They couldn't do these things. So you would kind of uh, shield it from a lot of that negativity. But now the way the world is, if you are quote unquote any type of famous or people perceive you as being famous people automatically produce this hate with their own personal insecurities and problems and issues and they try to put it off on you yeah this hit me so hard like this is some next level bullshit and there's no it escaping is. it even if she didn't have twitter and i'm sure she gets it from people in real life um, the $300 thing really got me. That is new. And, uh, you know, I'd be balling too. It's it, because like that's an attack against your family, against your boo, against your children. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to go there is that is there's so much fucked up in this. And this is, this is, you know, what I'm about to say is really rude and says a lot about me but i'm glad her mom is black mm -hmm. but whatever um but yeah this this is some bullshit and i like that she brought up how she was brought up and it was it felt a little slanderous slander using the slang way mm -hmm. that she said i had a daddy <laughs> you right. know what i mean i had a family it's like <laughs> Well, especially when she, especially when she brought up the fact that her parents are interracial, and I don't mean that as a dig, but like, yeah, I think she was saying like, this is not an experience that I grew up thinking was weird or different or, or bad than. necessarily. That's right. And um, she didn't, and it doesn't sound like she grew up lionizing white people either. Whereas like, mm -hmm. 
obviously i got to get a white man or else i mm. you know i'm gonna have a piece of shit black man and that's the worst um so it sounded like you know she was just like we love each other and that should be the only it, thing that matters yes and uh i saw leonard brothers bringing up like well they were raised in an interracial household how did they not know that people would be like this um i think it is different and uh, i think karen hit the nail on the head i think when you're famous is different i think people yes. feel like they own you yes they especially do. when they see you from the time you're a child yes people grow up with such entitlement now yes, where they, they really do. feel like um i own this person and through twitter through facebook, facebook through, i pay my cable bill and i yeah. see you on my television uh equal and opposite when last week when someone called kim uh kim kardashian Dashian. uh karen is really gonna finish every sentence i say yes <laughs> anyway when someone called kim kardashian a nigger lover last week and kanye she called kanye crying and he showed up and hit dude 30 times in the face according, <laughs> according to witnesses reports. yeah and i was like good you know, like I wish that I wish this could happen. Like it can't happen, obviously, because it's Twitter. But I wish if someone did this to uh Tamara in her face, that her husband would show up and punch his ass in the face. Because one, it's not your fucking business. Like whatever people want to do in their house, that's between them. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? I, I hate when people do the like, well, you know, this person is with this kind of person. It just shouldn't fucking matter to you. Your vagina and your dick not in play here. Yeah, it doesn't, it will never be satisfied by what those two people choose to do in their house. Yeah. But then also like this idea of like ownership racially of mm-hmm. each other. Like yeah. that's so fucking antiquated yes, and it's it stupid. Is. Like you have to let the shit go because people are just all doing the best they can to find their own individual happiness. If you can't let it go at that because you feel so spoiled that you own this person, then something's wrong with you. Yeah, and I think uh, it comes from different places. Some like I and I really do think a lot of it comes from people on personal insecurities yeah. and on personal issues, on personal racial issues that they have that they spew out in this manner because they feel insecure or because they don't feel loved or their issues with white men or their issues with black men or whatever their issues mm. are with womanhood, manhood, whatever it stems from, their fucked up childhood, whatever it is, they found somebody to spew that anger to versus turning around and saying what is wrong with me that i feel like i have the right to say this to this person and feel justified yeah i don't understand why you can't just let somebody live like how you don't see that as something wrong with yourself that you can't like say oh this person married so-and-so fuck good for them i don't give a fuck true like i might be a little more callous i'm a little more the opposite where you could be i married a space alien i don't give a fuck i don't care (laughs) You don't need to announce it to me unless it's relevant to our situation. You can keep that shit to yourself. I don't care what you marry, who you marry, how you marry, what the fuck you do sexually. If it's not relevant to our conversation, I is you're wasting your time telling me. I don't care about your wedding. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your fucking uh nope. your sex life. I don't care nope. about how you split the bills in your house. Mm-hmm. None of it's interesting to me. Nope. And it's one of the reasons I don't give love advice unless fucking like cornered or asked to, because you'll probably hear some shit you don't like anyway. Ain't that mm-hmm. the truth? So so but but the point being like I really do think we're in an age of entitlement. Mm-hmm. And now we can reach people more than before. And I yes. think and pe- I-, I think also people don't find that this is they don't relate to the idea that someone can be famous and still be affected by something like a comment come on now on facebook like they just think that famous people live in this isolated insulated world where i'm famous and rich and i'm just having a great time and it's like you're a nigger bitch 
I can't hear you over my money. Like, no, you can, it, you can hear all the shit and it's still going to affect you no matter how fucking famous you are. Yes. And it's one of those things too. And we talked about it before that separation of your humanity. Once people think you're famous, they want to separate your humanity away from you. And it's broke motherfuckers that will, will, will box somebody out for Sam's, you know, Twitter. What makes you think a famous person doesn't have feelings? They don't have emotions. They don't read comments. Yeah, it might be thousands of them, but they do see these things they don't walk around blind to the shit that you say at them and every now and then you may get a response but it's not fair for them to respond but yet you can go on twitter and facebook and all this shit and fight fight fuckers in the street but you expect them to have a higher standard than you they're human beings also right people are such hypocrites when it comes to that shit man it's like i watch you fight on social media all damn day and come on now and they'd be like kanye west needs to be above people calling his wife a nigger lover what who who's ever above that if the president whoops somebody's ass, I'd be like, that's about right. I don't give a fuck, man. Like, who's above this? I don't even want to hang out with anybody that's above that level of fucking credit. Like, you need to go start your own religion. That, you're a better person than everyone. Cause you call anyone I love, there's just certain shit you do where it's just like, I gotta fuck you up, dog. Or, you know, if, if someone is affected and they start crying, I get it. It makes fucking sense that she would be that affected by that, you know? Anyway. Y'all leave Tamara alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the MPAA can. Di- oh, by the way, my favorite part of that is when her sister's like, I get it too. And it was that like, nigga, please moment exactly. where <laughs> everyone was like, it's not about you. It's yeah. really, let it be about your sister for a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. it's not about you. It's not about you. I'm pretty sure it doesn't come the opposite way. It's quite the same. It's not quite the same. They're always like, back in the day, your husband could have, worked for years and saved up as a slave to buy you mm-hmm. back from his master years later like no one writes that okay the 300 dollars comment that's strictly if it's the other way around there's there's no equivalent really so mm-hmm. but i guess her, her sister was hurting they are twins she just wanted to like relate mm-hmm. but yeah. uh you know that's that thing we sometimes you just can't relate y'all but <laughs> wouldn't it have been better if she was just not better it would have been funnier if she would have been like you know what can't relate uh <laughs> everything's fine over here nobody gives a fuck man uh man <laughs> black and i'm gonna tell you something uh once you go black never go back oh and, lord um my life is easy i get a lot of likes on easy facebook breezy. <laughs> everybody loves pictures of my kids no comments on about that so uh keep doing what you're doing tamara um <laughs> she would be like how did you hear my comments Oh Lord. Thought I made those private. Uh, all right. Did you hear about the MPAA, which is the movie writing association? That they are there's a gay teen comedy coming out called GBF. Oh, gay best friend. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, because I was about to say, what the hell is that? Well, I knew Amber would know. Uh, it was either her or I would have to get nicked you, but I knew they would know. (laughs) Um, but it's 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 a gay teen comedy, there's no nudity there's no violence is getting a rated r rating why if there's no hate everyone on earth did they cuss too much they say fuck too much relatively tame language by the way uh have y'all guys heard the new like the way that pg movies are getting rated like what can't you say like i've seen pg-13 movies where i walked out like was that wait a minute you can say cunt you know just when you walk out like i'm pretty sure he said fuck seven times but it's PG-13. This one is getting rated R. Is um, it because it talks about something gay? I don't understand. Um, They think it's because it's, it's gay. 
and oh gay, lord gay, and obviously uh gay queer uh you know anything that addresses transgenders drag stuff like that is controversial by its nature and immediately rated above uh anything kids can watch you know what there's this i forgot the documentary but there's a documentary on netflix it talks about the rating system yeah and I the way I our rating it. system is made and a lot of them are most i don't think it's any black people in this rating system a lot of them are older white people mm-hmm. and a lot of them uh i think it's called how did this get rated yeah or something like that yeah. and even when it comes to sex and sexuality it's certain positions that are more acceptable than other positions you know and and, and it's like if if you uh uh, put the camera on the woman's face too long, her orgasming, mm-hmm. you'll get a higher rating. You know, if, if the dude hit it from the back, you'll get a higher rating. And it's one of those things where it's like the, the ratings that y'all do are ridiculous. And the thing is like for most of the movies are rated PG 13 to make most of the money in America. When you get rated R, a lot of times you lose a lot of money. And then if you get the rated X, they say R, R your movie will not, will not be successful at all. Mm hmm. You know what? We're, this is one of those wrong side of history things where we look back at blackface now and we're like, that was a thing? Like people were okay with that? Like mm-hmm. that was, you know, cause I don't buy that bullshit of, well, what were you going to do? Product of time. Fuck off. Yeah. And so I think with this, unfortunately it's going to take time, but people are going to look back and be like, that was some bull, like you let that happen? Like that was a thing? Right. This is so embarrassing. Um, A quick update. Our long national uh, crisis is now over. Chris Pagano, we talked about him on the show during Guest the Race last Mm -hmm. week. He has now been arrested. He is the Swiss cheese pervert. Ah, the dude Uh, was checking off this cheese. The man who was stopping his car to ask women on the street if they would take Swiss cheese and masturbate his penis with it. Uh, he is now uh, officially locked up. So good. We can uh, all cheeses can rest. We can all relax. Uh, white people, you can go back to shopping in the cheese aisle. Yeah, pull pull your cheese out, celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know you guys Get have back some to making that macaroni some cheese. bread that you guys have been saving just for a particular celebration like this. Of course, pop with some open. Wine. Yeah, pop open that five year old brie. Celebrate on us. Chris Pagano, he's over. Okay, his uh, his movie would be PG thirteen. It would, it would, but it'd probably be pretty cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Up top, <laughs> here we go, guys. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, that's how we get down at the blackout tips. Um, wait, what is wrong? There we go. There we go. All right, <laughs> offensive liposuction game has been. I hate these these. Uh, I guess I have to do offensive life suction game sucked from the app store. Oh, jeez. A mobile game has been pulled from both Apple and Google's selection of apps under ending after indignation spread online over its insensitive nature. It's it's graphic and many felt sexist depiction of liposuction uh, suction and plastic surgery lit up Twitter with requests for the app's removals. Plastic surgery and plastic doctor and plastic hospital office for Barbie version, <laughs> as the app is confusingly called, offered the following description. This unfortunate girl has put has so much extra weight that no diet can help her. In our oh. clinic, she will go through a surgery called liposuction that will make her slim and beautiful. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there was a selection of screenshots captured from the game, which puts a blonde, smiling woman through graphic Thank surgery. God. Yeah, I, I thought she might have been black too. I was like, what? Uh, through graphic surgery as players cuts, liposuctions, stitches, and bandages her. Afterward, clothes and accessories are made available to dress up the newly slim patient. Wow. It's not actually Barbie, of course, though the woman's name is Barbara. close enough it seems they want to get sued isn't that funny of course it can be offensive but let's not get sued it seems likely that mattel would have asked the app to be removed if everyday sexism which was first reported out had not done so uh plastic surgery was removed from both stores a few hours later the daily dot reports that a second game who are the people that monitor these games though like literally within a couple hours of being on there they need to like nope this is gone like who They're downloaded like, it? We got complaints. Somebody did. Yeah. Was there just like, but, but like they are they just like feminists with like the app store or just like on speed dial? No, I think at the beginning it was saying something about the way it's perceived. It was like, Hey, this is Barbie. So, so people clicked on it may have been thinking it was something for their child because you got mm. Barbie in it. And that was like, Oh, what the fuck is this? Uh, reports that a second game with liposuction, uh, with a liposuction aspect was also removed. There are still surgery apps available on both app, the Apple and Google app marketplaces, though most appear to be truly instructional related to actual surgery clinics or otherwise less immediately troubling than this one. Thousands of apps get suspect, get submitted and inspected by Apple and Google, but it's still surprising that something like this makes it through the process. Um, I'm not surprised it makes it through the process. I think the market would speak like, Mm-hmm. you know they they wait i think they put a lot of shit through they just wait to see if people are gonna be like yeah fuck that oh take uh, it off th- yeah you know i i don't i don't know how i feel about it being pulled mm-hmm. i don't speak on it it can it can be rude and exist like i do think that there is a limit on certain things that can be out there where to the point where I would say fuck freedom of speech in very, very, very rare. So far, when it comes to pulling things, let's put it this way. I've only known of one thing ever, even no matter how bad stuff out there that I think should have been pulled, and it was from Amazon. It was a book written by pedophiles on how to talk to young boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Or run young children. And that got pulled very okay with it. But something like this, it's rude. And if you're pulling this, pull magazines, pull TV shows. Because it like, applies to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there are liposuction jokes and fat jokes and all, you know, boob jokes out there. So something can exist and it, you know what I mean? It wasn't put out by, Vogue. It wasn't put out by some corporation, in which case it's like the market will speak. Mm-hmm. But as an individual thing that's made, it's okay to be a douchebag or it's legal to be a douchebag. Well, here's the thing. This is why we go together because this is what I was going to say. Like, I was going to wait for y'all to be mad. Then I was going to be like, but they should just let the market speak. Just put it out there. And if people don't want to buy it, then they people won't, won't buy it. it. Like, and they'll protest I don't think, and you'll take it down. Yeah, we really have gotten to the point where people think they have the right to never, ever feel uncomfortable or offended oh, about yeah. anything. Anything. And at some point, you just have to let it go. Like, I don't know who has the uh the, the RSS feed of what apps are available, but it's fucking weird that you go, this app needs to be taken down immediately. Within two hours, it's gone. 
the reason i think it's gone though is because it's a private business right they don't have to let you have an app so they get enough emails in a couple minutes they're like oh yeah fuck this guy they just don't care and apple's not here to protect your freedom so i completely get it but yes it's so weird to me that people are just like i'm offended this thing should not exist like and there's also the 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 converse of that which is i don't believe being able to demonetize something makes you right no it does and i think i think that is a slippery slope and it happens entirely too often where people think we boycotted this we complained we got this off the air we got the sponsors and i'm like but does that make you right does that Mm -hmm. make that go away it's like if you get rush limbaugh off the air do you actually get the people who listen to Rush Limbaugh to agree with you? Or do those people just go find another place to hate you and hate gay people and hate whatever the they, fuck they, they hate? They go find another place to do that. And my biggest thing about that, just like he has the right to say what he wants to say, I should have the right to say, fuck him. Right. Everybody right. should um, have those rights. Uh, uh, right. And I think the thing that worries me is what happens when the people who are assholes organize against something that we agree yeah. with. That's right. Like what if somebody just organizes and they go, listen, guys, uh, I hate porn, so I'm going to say no more porn without condoms in California. That's my thing. I No more porn without condoms. That is my big thing. Do I really care about condoms or porn? No. Nope. I just want it away off my TV. I want it out of my state. I hate porn. This is a way to get it. And I'm able to get this law passed. Does that fucking make me right? No. Or does that just well, make me able to get it passed? Well, okay. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Um... I the I do think that shutting stuff like that down doesn't end the problem. However, I'm cool with them all starving. I don't care if them and their family are on the street. So fuck yeah. it. I hope it keeps happening and I know a new crop will come up, but fuck them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like even when with black chick watching, one track mind, mm-hmm. is that when people say, Well, what are you gonna do? You know, black women, you know, what are you gonna do? You can't have a movie about blah blah blah. I wish that on you. I mm-hmm. wish that how black women are treated how about that becomes your video games and your comic books and your movies it's like whoa let's have a conversation about this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so fuck all of them hope they all lose their jobs and i'm okay with you know because it's cut off the head and uh you know just a new one will grow back don't care oh Uh, no i'm not even saying that like i don't even care about it's one of those i won't save you but i don't i won't kill you thing yeah let the market speak for itself yeah like i won't yeah if the market decides they don't want you and this company decides that they don't want you on their platform what are you gonna do right but at the same time i just don't think people should think they're right because they got it done that's right like i get it like if i want you off the air it's vindictive there's no higher call like yeah like people try to act like there's some moral like no man it's about the moral right no you were mad because you don't agree with them and you want them gone that's right and the same thing can happen in the reverse is all i'm saying someone could Mm -hmm. for example two weeks ago melissa harris perry had to apologize about a quote-unquote offensive joke that was made on her panel right mm-hmm. that joke was not that it, first of all i don't think the joke was really offensive mm-hmm. but second of all she had i don't think she should have had to even apologize she did because that's her brand mm-hmm. but the point being there were people calling for her to be off the air because of this one mistake and she had to go on tv and fucking cry to stay on the air basically Jeez. That's okay. ridiculous. And the reason that is, is because people galvanized enough of the people on the right mm. 
to go after her like that and i think that's so fucking stupid that we live in a world where that's what people want to do with their time is how the fuck can i get melissa harris perry off the air oops she slipped up guys here's what we do we talk about it every day on fox news 24 7 until she has to like mid do a mea culpa and that's the only way she can keep her job and then we just hope she fucks up again within the next six months so we can bring this shit up and then try to get her off that show because they're not gonna have her back anyway that's what's weird to me not the i don't really care about a life yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I see what you're saying that it it's a template of, well, now I can do it on yeah. the other side. Fair enough. But I'm vindictive. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah, just, I'm, just I'm evil. I admit I'm evil. I'm not gonna. I'm not saving these people. Like when the app got off, I was like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> speaking of porn. Uh, or as I like to call it, black dick watching, which is what nice. I do. I watch, <laughs> watch nice. things from my black dick's perspective. Um, porn production has moved to Vegas after the yeah. California porn law. Uh, that you have to wear condoms. A lot of money. Makes perfect sense to me. Nobody mm-hmm. really wants to watch condoms with porn on it. Uh, I mean, porn with condoms in it. Um, uh, and I have in it. It's just not my fantasy and it's not either. most people's ideal fantasy. Um, nope. I'm sure there's some people who are like, no, I'm like, I'm a germaphobe and I love condoms. That's cool, but most people are like, um, I don't dream of in condoms. I dream of raw sex. And you knew that at some point porn would find a way. Um, this is the good thing about America and our free market society. Some state was like, come on down, and it's Las Vegas. Yeah. We'll we'll uh, save you some money. Mm-hmm. I know, like is this just like the vindictive thing where it's like so what if they're in more danger, but I want to see my porn? Or mm-hmm. is it like, hey, no, there shouldn't be, you know, it's not a problem. You know what I mean? Like, we're ad- my thing is, I can see advocates, mm-hmm. like people who are pro-porn, who are like, we're sick of putting our life in danger and blah, blah, blah. Well, not people who could mo- who could lose money, I guess, but who are like, you know, we're standing up to the industry. It's a whole thing, blah, 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 blah. Or is it people who are like, there shouldn't be porn. Let me put something in the way. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's I think it's the latter, but oh. I do think there's some people who are pro condoms but there's so many contracts that you can go pro condom there's different companies you can go pro condom it's not like it's not a option for a porn star there's plenty of porn stars that go condom like yeah uh pinky for example is an example of somebody who uh decided to go condoms with her uh with with her uh all her male partners uh on her own website now which is also a great thing about porn now you can like monetize it for yourself people are going Mm -hmm. to business for themselves but there are people who go i only want to use condoms I won't shoot anything else. So I, I don't even think it was like this huge obstacle. I really think it was people that were like, I want to shut porn down. Yeah. It's morally reprehensible. Here's a, here's a loophole. You know, it's like the people who go, I care so much about black women that I want to illegalize abortion. Cause I love y'all so much that you should have to have these babies that I will never give, give welfare. I will never raise minimum wage. I will never let you get a food stamp. Uh, I don't care if you're 14, 16, 18, you're going to have this fucking kid. Cause I love you so much. That's how much I love you. It's like, nah, I think you just, I think you're just anti-abortion and this is your angle in. That's what I think is going on with these. Yes, condoms. it is. And also, um, that's my guess anyway. I don't know for sure. I think that this right here is very dumb for the simple fact that most porn is produced in California. So you're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars to get ready to leave your goddamn state that's already in financial trouble. Mm-hmm. 
Probably millions of dollars, honestly. Yeah, if enough think. of them leave, millions oh. of dollars. Yeah, probably more than that, Karen. I think porn is at least a billion dollar industry in America. And California, San Fernando Valley in particular, was the capital of porn in America, which is like our number one export anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, um, they took a moral stance. People were able to get, you know, get into it. Cause I really, I think this is so predictable that the people who were like pro condom, this is what they wanted was just get this shit out of our state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is the same state where they couldn't get gay marriage to pass, uh, because religious organizations stepped in. Like California is not as liberal as people think. It's also mm-hmm. had a Republican governor. Mm-hmm. I think people just have a hippy dippy like yeah. idea of California and it's just not necessarily the most realistic depiction of the state. And I think they meant for this shit to get out and they knew it would go to either Florida or Las Vegas guess- or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh that's where it went. Yeah, they go bye bye money, but you know what they're not gonna do? Subsidize for this all these billions and millions of dollars that left your state. where are they gonna get this income from now? Yeah. Maybe that's the way I think about it. Like people that protest Walmart. Okay, you protest Walmart, but are you gonna give the money that Walmart is giving back to the community? No? Okay, shut the yeah. fuck up. And uh the A V N awards are there anyway, so less time to travel. Yep. Um let's see what else we gotta talk about. Amazon might start sending you guys um products before you buy them oh are they reading my mind now yeah they won't send them to your house but they might start shipping them out to the local facilities just um, because you started browsing them so you weird. you keep looking at that uh lube over and over, over again hoping one day to put it on your wish list <laughs> they be paying attention and they go really mm, you might purchase this let's get this lube less than 24 hours away from you okay so let's make you, sure so that, when you purchase it fuck around and get that same day yeah the drones will be at your house <laughs> within hours you. so that's kind of cool mm-hmm. i thought it was Man, cool you're too. under no obligation it's like it's like a date it's like i didn't say i was putting out exactly if it was me i probably would but you know hey hi yo wait <laughs> um that's- this is what the the um, noise was in the background. I had to get these out. Her glasses. She's wearing the shades. Now, won't be fooled again. <laughs> All right. Um, and this this is another story. Um, Lena Dunham, hero to white women all around the world. Jesus yes, she is. One of my favorite people, for the record. I love lena dunham because she pisses so many people off yeah she's like y'all know what y'all tired of my fucking body the more you complain the more of it i'm gonna show y'all yeah i don't get the hate it seems like the most pointless hate ever yeah i think her show is overrated i watch it but i think it's overrated but more importantly i think the hate is wasted because she hates herself so much no one can hate her more than she hates her. Yeah, about every joke the job says, believe yeah. you me, she beat you to the punch. If her show wasn't about how terrible a person her her and her friends are, then I would jump on board with people. But it's like sex in the city, the opposite. Yeah, it's like, we it's ain't like, shit. We are terrible fucking human beings. And who doesn't agree that young, privileged white women are terrible human beings? Who are the people, who among <laughs> us would stand in the way of this woman and her art? Not I, I say. I tune in weekly to hate the shit out of these ladies. Ridic- r- routinely. I just put on TV. I'm like, oh, I hate you. Mm, I hate you even more. Oh, something bad happened. Good. I hope it's an STD. That is the kind uh-huh. of show it is. And I feel like the people hating it must not watch it because it is fucking wasted hate. 
Yeah, it uh-huh. is. Cause she don't give two fucks. Yeah. Well, not even cause she doesn't care. She hates herself. You're not watching the show if you don't get Good. that. You know okay. what I mean? Like I could, there's so much better shit to hate, man. There's so yes, much shit is. where white people are just celebrate being white and rich. Like Entourage is a show that should have got hated. That's true, but mm. folks love that damn show. Yeah, and then some of the hate that she gets actually does make her seem like a victim, which is fucking stupid and is bad on y'all's part for hating her for that. When they're like, "Why is she naked on TV all the time?" She first of all, she's not even naked that much. I watched the entire first uh hour of this season. She was naked maybe forty five seconds, and people act like sh- we saw a camera inside of her fallopian tubes. <laughs> we barely saw her naked and you guys only think that because you don't think she's attractive which is fine that's, that's what it is but something yeah. is wrong with you because we've yeah. seen tv shows where like louis ck was constantly naked on his fucking show and it's also an awkward comedy where he's a miserable person the one on hbo not the one on uh, fx and yeah. and and people did not write these horrendous scathing reviews of like it's a and woman they, and they weren't asking him in every interview like why you gotta get naked louis we were like you get naked because yeah. it's funny we yeah. did it. So fuck y'all. Anyway. So what, what this, what this dumbass do this time? She didn't do shit. Jezebel, she did a cover spread on Vogue and they photoshopped it because they mm-hmm. photoshopped everything everybody. on the cover yeah. of these magazines. Everybody. Jezebel paid $10,000 for the unphotoshopped photos. Okay. So they could see how Jezebel did it. Like, I mean, how, how Vogue changed it. And, um, they thought it would be like, oh, this is our hero, Lena Dunham. We're going to show you how she really looks because it's fucked up that Vogue would Photoshop her and not just show her in her regular body because that's what she's an advocate of. And everyone was like, you assholes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm so glad people were like, fuck y'all don't them. do that for nobody else. It's one is cruel and it's petty. You don't do this for other people. Yep. Mm. Um, two, like, so they photoshopped her so they do it to everybody everybody i read the tina fey book bossy pants Mm -hmm. and she was like she was in this uh i i don't some feminist magazine and she was doing the photo shoot and she was like we're gonna photoshop this right and they're like yeah of course Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's what's done i don't get the photoshop hate my problem is they're like oh these girls are gonna see these perfect bodies and think they need to have them no, what men say is what's considered beautiful. And mm-hmm. if they see it in magazines, they're going to drool over it. If they don't see it, they'll complain about it. But don't, don't, yeah. it's, it's a thing. And men, uh, for the record, men don't read Vogue. No, they don't. Or any of the shit. Like the, the, the magazines that affect women the most, uh, as far read. as how they look, niggas don't read this. No. no, it's sort of like boob jobs. Right. Like, um, they, they, it's gotten for men, but they, how do I say it? I'll think of a better analogy. Mm, okay. All right. Um, well, anyway, so people got mad, um, on Friday, someone, cause it was $10,000, did send Jezebel the photos. There's like a whole expose of like the changes. The changes aren't even that big. Like, it's really fucked up because it's like the changes are pretty much minimal. Um, it's just like they changed the lighting or they like made her dress seem tighter or they, you know, took like, took, took some of the cellulite out of her shoulder or something like that. But it's not like these huge changes. changes. And if it would have been on the cover, people would have been the other way. And I'm convinced if they would have not touched these photos up, they would be like, Oh, 
so you're gonna make this uh you're gonna make our favorite uh feminist uh uh showrunner creator and writer you're gonna make her pictures ugly you guys photoshop all the other women but now that she's a, the girl the lady from girls who has all this controversy about her body you guys won't even photoshop that how dare you vogue how dare you so who's gonna catch flack one way or the other yeah. but it's just so stupid for jezebel to pay for these pictures man um anyway man uh let's talk about our games that's right guys it's game time it's time for the first game, which is always fucking with black people. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. When we read articles from across the globe and we assign them points from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for fucking with black people today's contestant is none other than madonna not material girl yep she's just a material girl oh yeah yeah i wait i'm the contestant no no that's that's wait oh sorry 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 yeah i know you've been fucking with black people awkward well yeah earlier <laughs> oh hey hi oh um, but uh yeah so so she is uh a contestant for an instagram post that she had uh where she says she was talking about her son she says uh mama no one messes with dirty soap mama said knock you out hashtag this nigga <laughs> it was a picture of her son learning to box um and then when everybody called her out about it because they were like madonna bastion of liberal ideals a person that uh fucked black people and put it in a book big daddy kane and shit to be controversial wouldn't you know better isn't this really entitled to spoil and she said okay let me start this again she deleted it and put a new caption that said hashtag get off my dick haters (laughs) <laughs> good for her so i would give her um 75 points because she doubled down on it and she's and she's famous she's madonna you know mm-hmm. the lady who went to africa and tried to abduct a black kid yeah when his dad was alive right so um <laughs> i'm gonna give her 75 points um you know plus considering her history of how she co-opted black people a long time ago way before mally and i think i think in a way more egregious fashion but people applauded her for it because niggas be so starved to get attention but um her fucking with dennis Rodman, big daddy kane all that shit that was clearly a look america i have sex with black people aren't i naughty and they're like oh you're so controversial madonna Mm -hmm. so um i'm gonna give her uh, 75 points man i only would have gave her 100 if she would have not kicked the nigger back and said like hashtag get off my dick niggas then i would be like whoa <laughs> that's a hundred so yeah um 75 points good job madonna um so i only do zero and a hundred mm-hmm. so a hundred fuck you and mm-hmm. your entitlement and just fuck you but i'm glad she didn't take it back mm-hmm. you know what i mean like good for you i yeah. i respect that part but yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I do You're not appro- above this. You're not honorary. I don't believe in that honorary bullshit. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate me a good um 
no a good back. a good double down mm-hmm. you know like there's a, yeah. some type of respect that i have for a double down even as i dis even as i have no respect for you the idea of just like yeah i said something offensive yeah. fuck Own y'all it. it's like wow the balls on oh, the lips on you madonna look at this <laughs> you Bless. just let them hang um <laughs> all right man it's time for our other game now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time i said now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we have our contestant today amber p from black sex and geeky and mental guess the race amber p are you ready to guess the race i'm ready to see all the racist bullshit in boston that's right Woo! and the chat room plays along let's get into it (laughs) (laughs) can you believe mike lawrence is gonna be playing this game in two days that's gonna be so fun what was he thinking i have no idea no one tell him brooklyn (laughs) where brooklyn at it's in new york that was a trick question <laughs> brooklyn's a brooklyn mom finds racy photos and a porn video of a strange couple after her phone was pickpocketed oh they put it oh so they feel themselves fucking on this woman's phone a brooklyn mom is calling out a sleazy couple who owned <laughs> i guess you would know i was gonna be like how you know they're sleazy but you steal my phone and i see you fuck i know if you're sleazy or not Come i can on. tell tell by the moves you were pulling off uh, Brooklyn mom was calling out a sleazy couple who used a stolen cell phone to post dozens of X-rated selfies to her online account. Uh, oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Like, because a lot of people's phones, uh, people are stupid. I program as soon as you do shit, no Google Plus and all that shit, it like automatically uploads to clouds and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yep. It seems like they were getting off after taking the phone, said the shock Victoria Brosky, 39, of the Treasure Trove of Images, which include a man and woman showing it all for the camera. I would love it if they were caught. The married couple, mother of two says she lost her Samsung Galaxy X3, S3 and wallet to pickpockets during an August street fair and later discovered the raunchy pics uploaded to her Dropbox account linked to her pilfer prone. <laughs> Could you imagine that? What's this? Going? Oh, shit. What is this? Yeah. The sad part, too, is if it was my phone, I would feel obligated to jack off to him. Aww. Because I, you owe me. And I'm going to get something out of this. I don't give a fuck what you look like. You could be ugly. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, ah, you guys fuck for me now that you have my phone. Do it, slaves. Broski, who lives in Brighton Beach, had planned to forget about the month old phone. But the sight of the brazen couple shamelessly frolicking shameless frolicking made her want justice it's one thing to steal but they're celebrating said brosky <laughs> what if they were on there like yeah bitch got your phone click <laughs> <laughs> yeah put cum on a phone take a picture of it how do you do that i need a mirror <laughs> you know just trying to figure it out <laughs> brosky of the 26 pictures one uh and one pornographic video that showed up in her account between august and september Damn, they was doing this shit for a couple of months or uh, for a month. The saga began August 25th when Broski and her friends took their young kids to a street fair on Brighton Beach Ave. The small group steered through a crowd of people at one point while Broski pushed a stroller, she recalled. She later discovered her wallet and cell phone missing from her purse, she said. Broski quickly contacted the cops. 
Police sources claim she told officers she lost the cell phone and didn't think she was the victim of a crime. But Broski disputes that. She said cops told her they would classify the phone as lost because she hadn't seen anyone actually take it. A week later, the photo showed up. The Samsung was linked to Broski's account for Dropbox, a site used to back up photos and other files. Pictures of the couple have never seen have pictures of a couple she had never seen automatically loaded into her account i mean she got good shots of them too Mm -hmm. the photo started innocently enough with pictures of a woman and the man but then a batch of racy selfies appeared september 1st the man and the woman making kissy faces and some and then disrobe then lie naked on a mattress staring at broski's phone the final post of the day was an x-rated video of the couple half-heartedly engaging in a hardcore sex act i love that they said half-heartedly just Mm -hmm. just to get at him he wasn't even erect no lube was used he yeah. didn't go down on her it was terrible yeah the final post of the day yeah so Broski was stunned by what she was seeing but she also couldn't help but notice the trysting thieves seemed to love her cell phone's camera more than each other sex looks very boring in their house she said oh lord i feel like you get to say that if uh someone steals your phone amber guess the race of the thieves in this case okay so you slipped and said something, something slaves, which makes mm. me think white. Mm. I mean, black, but that seems like a pretty bold white people thing to be mm. that proud to be dirty like that. Mm-hmm. But then you said he didn't go down on her. And that mm. sounds like a black thing. Joking. <laughs> I hope. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going with black. All right. Let's check the chat room uh sticky fingers what race is that or does that mean the onyx dude black as white as steve jobs perched on the big eye cloud in the sky oh um <laughs> what on a one related to someone who paid 300 dollars for a black woman i believe that's white oh rocking <laughs> rocking shades hood rat cousins black Aww. oh she white not even sweating a lost phone that's the victim guys we're talking about the couple who took the pictures get with the chuck spears a couple who was upset because martin luther king didn't show up to the club is advertised on the flyers ah! dropbox brighton beach uh white dropbox white white lena dunham's best friend yeah uh white whiter ble- than bleach so- soaked socks and milk sprinkled with swiss cheese oh my Jesus. bliggity i got dropbox myself so black on a mattress black oh the thieves some galactic cricket crickets Everyone missed it. Correct answer was Latino. Look at us. Yeah, not put, branching out. Put the picture on there. I will, oh, yeah, they were pickpockets. I will put the picture on there, Karen. Just give me a second. Um, <laughs> I'm making all these demands. I'm sorry. Right. Person that has nothing to do operating the entire soundboard set up and everything else. And oh, the, that's what I do. Clicking through articles. Uh, Put the picture up there. Work. Um, That's what you do for me. You work. Oh, here's here's a picture on the screen. Um, or the link to it. I'm trying to get it to just auto post the picture, but for some reason it's acting up. But um, yeah, you can click that link in the chat room, and it should take you to the picture of them. And uh, the funny thing is, for anyone who watches Eastbound and Down, uh, the lady does look like um Stevie's wife, doesn't she? You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh my God. Anyone in the chat room that watches Eastbound and Down, please tell me that woman doesn't look like Stevie's wife. Oh my God. And she just look so not enthused to do that sex tape. She looks like this is going to be terrible. <laughs> She's like, why are you taking this picture? And then there's one of them naked 
and she looks like my husband's gonna see this like she there's nothing sexy about it you know you would like to think if you're gonna take a sex selfie or sexy i guess i don't know that you would like want to put on your best like ooh, come hither face and they both look so matter of fact like i guess we're gonna fuck here are my titties oh man anyway next story a pimp sues nike for not labeling shoes dangerous did you say black already Yes. A brutally beat a brutal <laughs> need a lot of all, did uh, after brutally beating a man with his Nike Jordan shoes, a pimp filed a hundred million dollars lawsuit against Nike for not providing <laughs> a warning label that their shoes could be used as a dangerous weapon. Oh Jesus. In June's Sergiri wait, hold up. Sir Giorgio. Sir Giorgio Sanford Clardy of Portland, Oregon, repeatedly stomped on the face of a client with his Jordan shoes when the man refused to play Clardy's prostitute. The man required stitches and plastic surgery after the beating, the Oregonian reports. Oh. Uh, I would love to see this trial live. Like, I want to, I hope, trial ever. I hope he defends himself. <laughs> Your Honor, Your Honor, um, excuse me, um, now see nike didn't say on the box because i read the box i checked everything on the box because i told my whole i even read yeah i read the tag inside the shoes there's no warning label that these shoes could potentially beat a man to death and uh i feel like they owe me a hundred million dollars and they're gonna pay what they owe that's all i'm saying i will see (laughs) i will see you in court uh, the newspaper reports that the jury also found Claudia guilty of robbing the man and beating the 18-year-old woman he forced to work as his prostitute. Her injuries were so severe that she bled from the ears. Oh, oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yep. Claudia, who is representing himself, is asking... He is representing himself! Oh, even better. Why can't we get this live? Where is this footage? Why is this... Is this streaming on the internet? <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. I was talking to the whole... Inc- oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. The bitch in question. <laughs> and she, she said she didn't have my money, Your Honor. And I believe under the law of writ of habeas corpus, I'm allowed to beat a bitch that don't have my money, okay? Because I need it right away. Um, the eighth, she was forced to work as a prostitute. Her injuries were so severe she bled from the ears. Clardy, who was representing himself, is asking a Multnomah County judge to order Nike to put warning labels on their potentially dangerous Nike and Jordan merchandise. <laughs> See, if I would have read the label... I wouldn't have beat this man halfway to death with my shoes, okay? I didn't know that I thought it was going to be a light stomp, and there's a lot of padding in there. The shoes are very light, and I thought that maybe it would be just like, ah! you know, like a nice, friendly warning. I had no idea this, this man would be half beaten to death. You think I want to make her bleed from the ends, Your Honor? You can't put a bitch back on the street to work like that. Come on. Ah! Probably says some shit that rhyme, too, because, you know, pimps love rhyming. Of course. Because if it's hoeing and she's snowing, then you know she's not blowing. Come on, am I right, guys? Come on. <laughs> Can I, let the jury say amen and see if he'd have paid me in the first place i wouldn't have had to stomp him out with them shoes which i think they should have had one on because they should have told me right that when i read it your honor <laughs> that these shoes that i'm using cannot be used as a weapon now if i yeah. use my fist your honor my fist is a weapon right my cane is a weapon my hat is a weapon. But a pimp shoes? That's not a weapon, Mm-mm. Your Honor. I would love to see the cross examination that he was doing. <laughs> That'd have been greatness. Yeah. Um, excuse me, um, 
sweetness uh that's that's what she goes by on the street uh sweetness now can you point to the man who beat you brutally in the middle of the street that night and then she pointed to him he's like your honor let the record show that she is pointing to my nikes right now um these are the nikes i was wearing when it happened and they they are responsible um so if you like to sue them i don't even know i declare a mistrial because i shouldn't even be here (laughs) he was probably calling her bitch instead of her name you know he was um excuse me um bitch can you answer this question (laughs) you know he was (laughs) did you perform a service for this man bitch I, I, i did big daddy yeah i did um how many now um bitch how many bitches do you think i have in a night um Cause I have more shit to do than just beat your ass down. I mean, I'm a busy man and I had to go get my money. <laughs> Your honor, I would just like to approach the bitch. I mean, the bench. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a mistake on my part. You right. <laughs> um, how much of my money did the plaintiff have that night? Because I believe you were under a contract to have all of my money, not some, not half. But all my cash, uh, so I put my foot dead in yo ass. Let that, let that stand. <laughs> Objection! <laughs> oh, this be the greatest quest case ever. Oh man, I'm sweating. Alright, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was brilliant. The complaint says that Nike failed <laughs> to warn the risk or to provide an adequate warning or instruction that the shoes are potentially a dangerous product. Uh, guess the race. Your feet. Guess the race of Sir Giorgio. Oh, Jesus. Sir Giorgio Sanford Clardy, 26 of Portland, Oregon. Okay, I had to write it down. Uh, in the past, they would have had to sp- spend $300 for him to buffoon like that. Now he's doing it for free black. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and chat. also, what kind of pimp wears sneakers? that is true why didn't he have like gators why didn't he have like fish in the heels of his platform shoes <laughs> crocodiles right they didn't say these fish heel platform shoes could be a dangerous weapon but you know what baby it was so severe he had to take his gators off mm-hmm. i can't get blood on my gators do you know how much gators cost let me put my stomping jordans on because i don't want to hurt these bitches okay these wait these could be used as a weapon too damn well thanks mr nike for nothing a pimp named Retro Jordan's black. Aww. One, one whose platform shoes have fish tanks in them and is occasionally known as Pretty Tony. Mr. White Folks. <laughs> so Linda Brothers going white. One who thought that Nikes would soften the blow of his pimp hand, Don Magic's disciple, Gorilla Pimp Black. Aww. A pimp named Slipback Second Cousin, Run Bitch Run Black. <laughs> Not a pimp named Slipback slip back Black. A pimp named Goodfoot, black, black, Spanish fly, good game, lucky strike, shot tie hustler, black. Uh, <laughs> whole crew. Yeah, he said the whole crew. Uh, blacker than the oil coming from Flavor Flav and Crunchy Black's face. A pimp named Evil Nemesis of, wait, a pimp named Evil Nemesis of Black Dynamite, Black Dynamite 2. Blacker than Willie D singing, read these Nikes. Oh. Clap your hands, stomp your feet, put this black pimp your sh- but this black pimp you show can't beat. <laughs> a pimp named Shuttlesworth Black. Oh. Turns the judge out and makes her into his bottom bitch black. Oh my. Close your eyes black, Stacy Adams wear. Hat well, he's a Nike wear. Uh had his hoes waiting in line for three days in order to get the Jordans black. <laughs> yeah, he you know he ain't even wait for them Jordans. Mm-mm. 
It's like, bitch, if y'all don't wait for these motherfucking joys, then you better be turning tricks when I get back, too. I and, want three pairs, size 12. And you paying for it out of your money. Yeah. <laughs> don't make me. I need one pair for stomping y'all, one pair to recruit new bitches, and one Claire to wait to the player's ball. Uh, oh, wait, it's Portland. It's a white hipster turn pimp. So like a Macklemore pimp. Do they have those? I guess that explains why he shops at the thrift shop. Um, <laughs> had the only pair of Gator Nikes black. The uh, correct answer is yeah. Amber got it right. Black. <laughs> I like that Amber knew after I said pimp. Uh, come on now. Two of y'all guess white. The fuck were y'all thinking? Sir Weirdos. Jo- Sir Giorgio. That's his government name, guys. No. What kind of name is Sir Giorgio though? That's a good question. Like his mom had to put that on his government birth certificate. Say, bitch. Like, how do you not be a pimp with the name Sir Giorgio? That dude can only be like an NFL wide receiver or a pimp. He doesn't have options in life with a name like Sir or a Game of Thrones character. Those yes. are the only three things you can a be. Great Game of Thrones character with name. the name Sir Giorgio. Let's get into the bonus round, guys. Double the points, double the race, double the points, and the race. That's right, guys. It's the bonus round, and it's time to see if Amber P is going to put up or shut up in the bonus round. Amber, are you nervous? No, I know my white devils from my colors. All right, here we go. Double the points, double the race. Going to the bonus round. Going to the bonus round. Let's see here. A Florida man. Oh, Florida. Son of a bitch. Starting the week off wrong. A Florida man beat his friend to death with a baseball bat after arguing over how to slice barbecue. Oh, my. Now, you want to go horizontal. I see you cutting vertical. You cutting vertical. God damn it, you cutting vertical. Motherfucker, where's my gun? No. Give me my bat. It was like, you're supposed to cut with the grain, not against the grain. The meat is not on taste right when you do that. I don't watch all the Food Network. I know what I'm fucking talking about. I know what I'm talking. Okay, motherfucker. Okay. You got it, dog. Alvin Kenneth Chico Welch Jr., 35. He goes by Chico, apparently. Ah! Alvin Kenneth Welch Jr., going by Chico, 35 years old. Allegedly hit party host Joshua Andrew Hines over the head with a weapon at his home in Jacksonville on Saturday night. Oh, shit. The duo had been watching football with pals, and Welch was was getting a take-home plate when things got tense over how the food was being carved. Hey, man, let me get a, let me get a to-go plate of them, of them ribs, dog. Hold up, bro. Hold up now. I know you ain't slicing horizontal now. Hold up, bro. That's against the cut of the meat. Mm -mm, Give me that piece there. Just, oh, so you gonna keep cutting against the meat? Okay, I guess I'm a fool. Somebody get my bat. The argument reportedly escalated, and Hines, 31, was hit in the head with a bat. He later died at the hospital. The suspect, after the argument, took the baseball bat and basically fled, said Chief Chris Butler. Welch was arrested early Wednesday and is being held without bail at Jacksonville's jail. Guess the race of Mr. Alvin Kenneth Chico Welch Jr., baseball bat enthusiast. Take-home plate? Mm -hmm. Really? A take-home plate. You know that episode of Boondocks when that teacher used the N-word? He's like, I don't know what happened. I hear it so much, I just said it. Mm-hmm. Somebody in the cafeteria said, can I borrow a fry? How the, how an 
N-word gonna borrow a frock? Mm-hmm. I was tempted. I was tempted. Black! All right. That's a lot of A's in that black. Let's see what people That's in chat serious say. blackness. <clears throat> Hank Hill's black Floridian cousin versus the Nillies. Yeah, he was probably like, that's not propane. Of course. Uh, so very black. Joe Clark, Texas Pete Black, Tillicum, <laughs> Black Pepper Nose Haver, Waterbed Backs Orange Diller. This some ignorant nigga shit. Latino, says David, going off the board. Um, hey, let's, uh, um, I forgot to ask you, Amber, have you, uh, do you have Netflix? Yeah, of course. Have you seen Blackfish? No, it looks sad. That's the uh, one with the whales. I'm trying to get everyone to watch it because it's, a good it's so comedy. funny. It is the funniest movie of the year. Really? Assuming that you find white people's arrogance to be fucking hilarious. They, I'm on it. They really thought those whales were their friends. And the true victims of that are the trainers because SeaWorld could give less than a fuck about a dead trainer. The trainers was dying left and right. They were just like, yeah, trainer error. He uh, was wearing a ponytail, and uh, the whales don't like that. So he died, and uh, that's what he deserves. So uh, not our fault. Like it was just crazy. Anyway, I just wanted—I was just wondering. Um, the correct answer is black. You guys got it right. <laughs> Except the guy who went Latino. Weirdo. Who are you thinking? Oh, Latino. Oh, David. Oh. So silly um all right above us in the racism (laughs) right look at you buddy um football starting soon so let's go ahead and get into sword ratchetness people let's do this amber has knocked it out the park as usual Mm -hmm. and uh i didn't want to i don't want to give her another tough one she might miss it and i don't want to ruin her day so gonna end a high note okay guys um sword ratchetness people beaverton police have arrested (laughs) you know what i'm saying come on uh beaverton police have arrested a 23 year old man accused of slicing his brother with a samurai sword last month oh that's right blood is thicker than water but a sword can still slice it yes it can officer yeah it's like blood is thicker than water and i want to see some blood officers took preston sweeney into custody guess the race am i right guys mm. uh thursday afternoon <laughs> by the way is there a whiter name than preston sweeney Mm-mm. be hard pressed no. to find one preston sweeney uh sweeney was wanted on two outstanding warrants uh it's not that the warrants were uh egregious it's just that they were it was, it was outstanding crimes uh they're like oh outstanding warrants he is suspected in an assault where he cut his 23-year-old brother using the sword. His brother survived the alleged attack, which happened at Grant's Pass area home on November 15th. Following the assault, Sweeney ran off. The police later asked the public for help in finding him. It wasn't immediately kept clear that led what led to the police to the Beaverton address. He has now been booked in Washington County Jail on charges of fugitive from justice related to a felony drug warrant out in California. Damn, this dude made it from California all the way to Beaverton and shit wow i see you playboy and a misdemeanor warrant out of curry county to a failure to appear in court on charges of intimidation police said there are also pending charges of assault and unlawful use of a weapon related to the samurai sword attack here's another one a bullying victim who lashed out with a samurai sword wounded a man in the head he has been jailed for six months shit that's right 
nigel finn 26 snapped after an incident at a telephone box in huntington and went back to his room at a hostel to fetch the sword he struck the man twice with the sword leaving a serious gash to the head which required hospital treatment uh going back a story you think that dude's gonna be telling people in prison that he's in there for hitting a dude upside the head because that dude didn't cut some some meat the right way oh jesus jesus christ man what is that what you in here for uh armed robbery what you in here for nigga couldn't cut ribs bro um you don't cut against the grain of the rib am i right man don't get me started on this well (laughs) if you disagree just just say you agree man just say you agree um anyway finn who was living at connie gear court hostel in huntington dumb admittedly causing actual bodily harm and possessing an offensive weapon on november 6th he also admitted breaching a conditional discharge for an incident involving a knife so it's got really like sharp instruments oh yeah two of them did it mm-hmm. in saint saint neots uh nearly two years earlier you want to be sure they were stabbed up mm-hmm. huh. you ever stayed at a hostel amber yeah couple um well, is few. it is it sketchy like that where the dude, dude might have a sword uh, well, yeah, because they're coming from all over. It's a uh, cheap place to live. It's almost like a, a ca- almost like a dorm, and uh, people from like all over the world can stay at them. And I've stayed at them in a few different places. I was about to show off and be like, you know, one in London, no big deal or anything. And then around Boston, you don't care. Anyhow, I've been to a few. And I can very well see um, they're not all sketchy, mm. but they all do attract sketchy. Well, I ask because I do care. So don't you dare say that. Um, yeah, I do care, too. Second of all, um, yeah, I just was wondering because I've always heard like different reports about hostels. I'm guessing it must vary according to where you're at now. Hostels run. sound hostile. Like I hear <laughs> I would see hostel and I'd be like, no, nah, thank you. I go to the regular ass hotel while I have well, to steal hostility. It is fun. You do meet a lot of cool people that are on different journeys and stuff like that. It's it's cool. But, mm. you know, well, people floating uh, around like that can do it for a lot of different reasons. True. According to him, he suffered mental health problems. And, that might be why he was staying in the hostel. <laughs> and, he suffered, and he suffered bullying for a year before the incident. He was getting bullied for a year. Judge Sean Enright told Finn he accepted that life had been made difficult for him over a long period of time. And it seems to me, however, the use of a blade in a public park is so serious. Only custody can be justified. By the way, it is weird that uh, this must not. Uh, did this happen in America? Like. It it's kind of like it did. It's kind of weird that they were like so understanding and that um in this case mental illness meant that he would get less of a sentence. You know what I mean? Huh. Like, oh, yeah. he only needs 6 months and some treatment. That doesn't sound very American. That sounds oh, like Oh no. I mean, well, he well was a young and white. I was going to say he could just be a white dude, which Yeah, because for some reason they don't think black people have mental illness. Yeah. In our country. No, you know what? It didn't happen in America. Peterborough Crown Court. Yeah. yeah. That makes more sense now. Yeah. Mm. In America, his ass has been under the cell. What? <laughs> like, oh, you crazy? Well, I'll tell you what else is crazy. 10 years is crazy. Bye. Ching, ching. <laughs> right. Ching, ching. Um, but yeah, uh, Charles Kelly prosecutor said Finn had been in a telephone box in Sapley Square when a group of other men outside banged into it. Finn left but bumped into the group of men again and fetched the samurai sword. Oh Mr. Kelly God. said ah! Finn swung the sword at the man who blocked it and then punched Finn, knocking his glasses off. Oh, oh <laughs> no, my glasses. 
that's the oh, thing you man. can't see i keep trying to tell you motherfuckers you go to dragon con you buy yourself these replica swords <laughs> and you think you're a fucking ninja you don't even have sword training this dude went out with a sword and got his ass whooped yep <laughs> what's the fucking point put the <laughs> stop buying swords buy tasers or something i'm trying yeah you want to put some something you can put somebody down with yeah you won't go to prison for six months no won't he said mr finn swung the sword again hitting him in the side of the head which bled immediately mr proctor told the court he had been bullied by them for a period of a year he said finn who was ashamed had walked away but snapped after a long period of bullying from these individuals so he'll be oh, snapped is never a good word yeah but i would have been mad if somebody bumped into my tardis mm-hmm. see what i did there nerds phone uh, box yeah I, I think he was retardist um <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh man that's terrible anyway guys we'll be back um probably tuesday i don't think we're doing an mlk show that's up to uh, you son yeah check the check we'll let you guys know if we want to talk about martin luther king um on his day but tuesday tune in for a real mlk show uh mike lawrence comedy uh comedy with a k he'll be here um at 4 15 very special time 4 15 <laughs> eastern time everybody knows i'm a huge mike lawrence fan a huge fan of uh Sadimantium, his uh, album y'all should go listen to it um and um you know his appearances on keith and the girl he has his own podcast uh so check that out speaking of podcasts to check out if you haven't already i'm very disappointed in you uh black sexy geeky and mental and next week i have a uh one year celebration and if you donate you can uh be in the quiz and win prizes and it's the funnest quiz ever with games and shit and prizes donate anything is great 26th of january 7 p.m eastern amberpodcast.com make sure you guys check that out um Mm -hmm. and uh like i said she's awesome you guys should all go listen to it and uh have a good time uh make sure you give her plenty of feedback tell her what she needs to do to get a man uh you know she's really gonna want advice uh especially if you the less expertise you have on mental health the more she really wants you to talk about it and Mm -hmm. uh you know especially if you have like a very specific regimen that you heard about one time from this guy who had a cousin with a thing Ah! please write that in long form emails to ever she loves that stuff um nothing hotter than that like guys sometimes a woman just needs a man to tell her what to do and take control oh, and mm. this is that lady um we'll be back um to monday or tuesday who gives a fuck right we'll be back <laughs> we'll when be we back. Are back and we'll be um, back this week we will yeah be back. until then uh i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.